The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. To the panel discussion, your home for comic book and pop culture talk right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. Happy New Year. The newest of years. There's so many twos. It's too many fucking many twos. I know. There's three of them. One big old zero right in the right in the one goose, middle. One goose egg, right? One goose smack egg. Smack dab and, well, not, I guess not smack dab. It's sharing the, it's sharing the, the middle. middle space there. It is. With another fucking two. With another fucking two. A lot of twos. Not a fan. Not a fan. But we are back, everybody. We took a couple weeks off for a holiday Two break. weeks off? What is this with all the twos? It's too many twos. It never fucking ends. Yeah, speaking of twos, you taking a number two there over there, Stooley Steve? <laughs> Shut yeah. the fuck up. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Taking, f- taking deuces. You stop with those fucking questions, you Drop, piece of shit. Dropping deuces. I don't like you. This isn't a good way to start off I'm the just saying, it just led right into it. You know, we're talking about twos. We took two weeks off, and then I'm I'm an adult, so when I think of the number two, I immediately think of bowel movements, and I know you got some loose ones coming and going. I do. I was having a really good Christmas, and then you fucked it up. Did uh, You did have a good Christmas, you say. That's a statement. That's not a question, Stooley. That's a statement that you made I'm just reiterating. Yeah, I did. It was really nice. I didn't have to see you or that piece of fucking shit, Baron. Yeah, Baron had a good holiday. Baron, what'd you do over the Christmas vacation? Nobody gives a fuck. Oh, wow. The mouth on Stooley today. I shall not dignify. The responsibility is going to be taken with a dose of common sense and decency. Stooley Steve. You have corn in your fecal matter. I know it. You goddamn right, I do. Uh, corn's not even a vegetable. That's just a grain. It's a carb, and it feels good when it slides out. Yeah, sometimes you can. That's a very sensitive uh, anal cavity. You have there, very sensitive uh, rectum. It's a little touchy. Yeah. Oh, who's touching it? Are, they, are you giving them consent? This is uh, this is all on the up and up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Up and up. You see I what I did go. there? You see what I did there? I, I see what it's you going did. going up, up and up. I see it. I see <laughs> what you did there. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, that's a loose one. Christmas time. What a great Christmas it was. It was decent. It was not bad. It was nice, chill uh, for the most part. Not too hectic. Not too crazy. Um, yeah, not so bad. Not so bad. How was yours? Uh, it was It was good. Uh, there's this weird virus going around that uh, some people are getting. So uh, I couldn't see half of my family because they got the darn thing. Uh, but there, everybody's happy, everybody's healthy. But we still got to get together with that side of the family. But the other side was good. I uh, got some cool toys. Kids got a lot of toys. Uh, the biggest faux pas, the, 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 the looming shadow over my Christmas, was I paid for new windows in my house for half of them. Back in fucking April. 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 You know what month this is now? 
It's January. January. Yeah, it's January. April. Guess when they wanted to install these windows finally? January 3rd. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, January 3rd. I wasn't asking you a question, Stooley. So, so they're almost done. My house is so much warmer. But, um, yeah, so I had the ungodly task of emptying out the front room because we're getting eight new windows out there. And the front room just happens to be the kids' toy room in their play area. So I'd have that completely gutted and cleaned out. So, yeah, it was uh, that part was stressful. But Jan- it got done. Shit got done. Jan- right, Stooley? January. Shit got done. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> yeah, January 3rd. Oh, my God. And, and for those also, the other kicker is we've had, like, 50-degree weather every single fucking day. Of course, the first, the day that they're going to come and tear the windows off of my house, it's, like, 28 degrees. Yeah. And it was 28 degrees again today. Of course. So my house, like, dipped to, like, 45 degrees, so I why, can't wait to get that fucking delay? heating bill. Why, why the delay? Uh, there's that virus, that same goddamn virus that took out half my family for a week. Apparently, it's they causing... They put them out from April to, to, to January? No, like when I when I had the company come and give me an estimate, I straight up asked them, like, so how long out are because they had to custom make the window because my house is fucking from the the roaring twenties. Oh. They built it when times were good, when those flappers were flapping around town, and people were going to uh, speakeasies and making bathtub gin. It was a time and, to be alive and living in 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 Hoovervilles. Yeah, there was a, there was a new vehicle called the Model T that just rolled out. Goddamn assembly line. It was a great time to be alive. Great time. I robbed a bank in a Model T once. Oh, you did, Stooley? That makes sense. Yeah. So with a Tammy gun, eh? Yeah. Yeah, with Al and Leo and little Mo with the gimpy leg. And my good friend Al. And Boney Bob and Cheeks. I could go on forever, baby. A lot of good people. Yeah, some good good folks. Baron, you were around in the 20s, right? Yes, I was. It was a good time. Good time. Uh, I... Was there making many uh, moves, shaking in the stock market. Uh, hmm. I was one of the few that made out quite well in the 30s. Perhaps I did some insider trading. (laughs) Yes, I traded inside of the stock market, you see. Isn't that illegal? Not in the 20s. (laughs) It was all up and up. You know, Baron, I actually respect that a little bit. Yes. I also peed on orphans when I'd see them outside the orphanages. I hated Annie. Goddamn Annie, that orphan. It's not going to be better tomorrow, I tell you this. It won't. <laughs> That's Dad. where I draw the line. Hey, if I saw Daddy Warbucks right now, I would smack him across his face. And his bald head. I'd paddle it with my hands, yes. Like a bongo drum. Dale! Ha 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 I say day, I say day, I say Dale! Yes, Daddy Warbucks, you go home. Never come back. Yes. Mm. Wow, that really spun out of control there, Baron. Yeah, let's uh, let's roll, let's roll it in. Okay, let's, let's, uh, okay. Let's, let's rein it in a little bit. So, the, uh, yeah, good good Christmas. A lot Things of good... are on the up and up now. Uh, I have I do have a problem though. I uh, over the last two weeks. I I have uh, another new addiction. I get all these new addictions. I, I got addicted to whatnot. Still am. Now I'm getting nostalgia just hooked right to my goddamn veins. 
I mean, I started with with Spider Man No Way Home, and then and I get Boba Fett. There's more nostalgia. Then I get the Matrix. Uh, the fourth one. There's more. It's more nostalgia. And then Cobra Kai season four. There's more nostalgia. I'm like overdosing on nostalgia. This is going to be a problem. Nostalgia, nostalgia sells. It's not too shabby. It, it's 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 all that. It, the only reason it sells is because that's all they're fucking selling. <laughs> They're not giving us any new shit. It's just nostalgia that's city. Techni- that's technically well. It's new stuff of old stuff. It's not new. <laughs> <laughs> they just fucking put a new coat of paint on it and said it's new. I swears. That's fair. Uh, yeah. So we got a lot to talk about. And of course, at the end of this episode, we're gonna tear off some MCU TV and movies. Should be a good old time. Uh, let's run through Spider-Man. We didn't get to talk about it. Yes, uh, I, I got to see this. Uh, it was great. A nice movie experience. Uh, a, a sad moment, which I gave my wife what for. Uh, we saw it Thursday, which was what? The 23rd? No, no 22nd. Last oh, last, last Thursday? Thursday? Yeah. Oh. I, I was late to the game. So I saw this thing on the 30th. Oh, dang. Yeah. So we're sitting there in the theater and it's packed. And there's some mouth breathers to the left of me, some popcorn munchers to the right of me, tons of booger pickers. And before the movie, they had put on this beautiful advertisement. And it's like, come with us on January 17th to celebrate the 100th birthday party of our beautiful Betty White. Oh. And I'm like, oh, Betty's going to be 100. That's amazing. And my wife looks at me and... She goes, oh, isn't that so sad to think that she could go at any time? And I just go, honey, she's like 100. That she, that's like the case for the last 10 years. <laughs> I mean, no offense, but come on. I, I, I really think anything after 90, you just got to really love every minute of your life. You, I, would, I would think so. So then uh, when I heard the unfortunate passing of dearly loved Betty White on the very next day, you better believe I told my wife she was a spinster. And a voodoo curse, hextress, and it's all her fault that poor, poor Betty had passed. And and she hit me pretty hard in the arm with a fist. Spousal abuse, coiled fist. Yeah, it was a, it was that took was me sad. by surprise. We went there. We yeah, New Year's Eve. We found out I was at my grandparents' house, and which is a horrible place to find out that somebody old passed away. <laughs> yeah, that's just and, awkward. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> really awkward. Betty White went. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, like shit. you can't even be like, oh man, who saw that coming? <laughs> God love her. What a what a wonderful woman. She right. brought so much joy. I mean, she was active. She was active in the last like decade in acting and stuff. She was part of a TV show on TV Land, hot in Cleveland. Oh yeah, that was a good show. Uh, it was very funny. You know, she did a pretty damn good job. Um, she had a good way, this, this sweet way of staying just relevant, and she. Just blend in with all facets of pop culture. What an icon. You know, a good person. The last of the Golden Girls, which is one of my favorite shows of all, all time. All golden. All golden. All of them. All of them. Absolutely. So, uh, all right. Yeah. R.I.P. to Betty White. You'll have crazy. Lost. Technically, I did see some stuff. It's actually very interesting. Uh, she technically did live to be 100, technically, because she lived through a bunch of leap years. Oh, yeah? So there is a technicality that she did live to be 100 years old. All right, then. Good. So, yeah, but not like like unofficially. Gotcha. Unofficially. Asterix. Yeah. Like how Barry Bonds is going to be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Asterix. Yeah. Okay. 
Someday. He would have been there without the steroids, but he did. Well, he, he also hated him. the media, but that's another that's a story for another day. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, yeah, he hated him. Doesn't like the media. Crazy. How does this? Mind-boggling. But, uh, yeah, so Spider-Man was, was... I tell you, what a time. What a time to be alive. That was a dream. It I'm looked, like, is this really happening? It doesn't feel real I was, fe- it doesn't I was feel like real that still. kid who got out of the dentist office after getting knocked up with all those drugs. Yeah. Is this a dream? Is this really happening right now? Is that really Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin? Yeah. As the big bad, which I loved. Oh, he was great. He did not phone it in at all. That was a superb performance. Alfred Molina was great. Uh, I was wondering, I'm like, what the fuck's going on with Thomas Hayden Church? He just not want to show up. And then I guess, yeah, he just wasn't They showed him up at the end. Yeah, they did, that wasn't even him though. They used footage from Spider-Man Three. Is that what that was? Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, same thing with uh, the guy who played the lizard. That wasn't even him. They just used stock footage from Amazing and Spider-Man. Just photoshopped him. Yeah, in. yeah. Well, but it made more sense to me that the lizard stayed in lizard form. It didn't make any. Sandman's character made zero sense to me throughout that whole movie. Yeah, he was because he, he was mud the whole time, right? Which yeah. I get because they couldn't get him on set. Yeah, but then like. Why he of all of them? He, he had time to ha- do his voice, though. Yeah, well, he did do voice work. Yeah, but he didn't step foot on set. But why? Why the hell wasn't he helping the Spider-Man? Like, of all of the villains, he didn't die. He was redeemed. Right. Why wouldn't he want to go back to be with his kid? Which was the whole purpose of him being a criminal in Spider-Man Three. Yeah, that w- probably was the most questionable thing. Um, no, the most questionable thing is why the fuck was Electro there? They even made a whole scene about how he didn't know that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. They had a that's, whole joke. <laughs> that's fair. They pointed it right the fuck out. So this movie was a little flawed. Well, I knew it was going to be. <laughs> like, you kind of have to go tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. But those two were, like, the glaring flaws for me. As far as, uh, not that it, it, it took me out of the movie because of just the, the nonsensicalness toward the plot. Right. It didn't make it so I didn't enjoy it, but it definitely took me out. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it it was one of those things that was easy to look past because of the fan service, I guess. But but I guess if you really break it down and, and try and figure it out, it, it doesn't make they sense. They could have probably gotten away with the Electro thing if they didn't have the scene that just pointed it out where he's like, hey, man, you help a lot of underprivileged people. I was really hoping there'd be a guy of color under that mask. Right. He didn't. He didn't know that Peter Parker was Spider Man. Why was he there? Yeah, that's true. Hmm. He shouldn't have been there. He shouldn't have been there. Technically, he should not have been there. But uh, regardless, I was glad I, that he was. It was a nice. It, I I preferred that version of Electro much more. I, the, the, a little bit more comic book accurate as far as the costume and stuff goes. A it little just bit wasn't more. a caricature like the one from Amazing Spider Man Two. It was just like, yeah, let's make him super nerdy. Yeah. Oh, what, what's a nerd got? Well, give him a pocket protector, give him thinning hair, and comb it over. Make it super greasy. Like like he dumped his head in a bucket of grease. <laughs> and then just take those front two teeth and pull them as far apart as you can. <laughs> uh, like they did everything but give him glasses with tape in the middle. Yeah, you're kind of right. That's the only thing he was missing from being a cast member of the Revenge of the Nerds. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so they redeemed Jamie Foxx oh, yeah. Electro a little yeah, bit. Yeah, for sure. It was a lot better. Definitely a lot better. I like the fact he was wearing like an electrician's outfit. 
uh, or the Power Authority outfit. Yeah. And then I like, obviously, the scene that we saw in the trailer with the, the starfish around his face. Yes. That was pretty neat. That was so. pretty neat. Um, yeah, everybody else was, was, was great. You know, like, Alfred, like I said, Alfred Molina. Uh, the lizard was pretty much a non-factor in most of the movie. Yeah, he's just kind of there to, figure to, that. To, to fluff the numbers. He was a f- number fluffer. Pretty much. Um, yeah, pretty much. But, yeah, well, it was an emotional roller coaster. I want to give this movie a lot of credit. I haven't said this on a podcast yet. Why not James Franco? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> we might be joining him if, if we get in that conversation. Um, no, I know why. No, I know, I know. Um, but I thought they did fan service really, really well. Like, I thought the fan service, and maybe it's just recency bias, but the fan service and overall storytelling in Spider-Man No Way Home, I thought was superior to... Endgame's fan service and storytelling. Nah, I disagree. You disagree? I disagree. Okay. Um, not that it wasn't bad, or not that it was bad. It was good, but I still like Endgame um, more so. Um, I absolutely could not have wanted better chemistry between those three guys, Toby, Andrew, and uh, Tom. Yeah. Like It almost felt like they were like a frat brother house. Like, like they they've all seen some shit. Like <laughs> the media has killed us because we were all supposed to be Spider Man, and they, they they you could tell that there was like a genuine connected uh, brotherhood oh, they between would, yeah. the, just the chemistry they all had was that that stuff was just like ear to ear smile enjoyment. Uh, the whole back stuff was a nice little inside joke to to. Uh, Toby's problems on the set of Sea Biscuit, where he almost had to lose the role of Spider Man because he got his back fucked up from that horse. Right, right. Um, and then, like, yeah, how he cracks his back, and that was great. Uh, the, I, I couldn't stop laughing with when he's they're talking about. Oh yeah, I fought a purple space alien. He's like, wait a minute, he went to space. <laughs> and then, like, hey, I fought an alien once. He was like, goo, and he was really angry all the time. <laughs> and then Andrew's just like, yeah, I fought a guy in a robot suit man i'm lame <laughs> <laughs> when andrew when we when toby's go, no man you're amazing i want to hear you say it i want to hear you say that you're amazing i'm like are you fucking kidding me right now this is just so ridiculous that's what it's i'm so saying good. though the fan service in there was was great i mean they, they attacked a lot they hit like a lot of like memes that have been going around the finger pointing scene yeah uh, you know the finger pointing meme that that's been going around i don't want to be time. i don't want to be peter peter two <laughs> i guess it'll be peter three <laughs> Yeah, it was oh, it was legendary. It was it was so so fun to see all those characters on screen. I mean, they totally redeemed Andrew Garfield's Spider Man. I don't even think Garfield's Spider Man was that bad. The movies were, eh, but but you are right. The they, first movie I don't think was that bad. The second movie it was just studio meddling where they put yeah. everything into it, um, that made it bad. Um, but he's been totally redeemed in the eyes, I feel of like. General public, right? To the point where there's rumors that they're gonna they're do gonna an Amazing re- Spider-Man three. I have heard that. I've heard maybe uh, they're gonna do Tobey Maguire's four, which would be great because that's the biggest shame of both those franchises is they both ended on such a downer. Yeah, like you know, yeah, they didn't. I would have a- liked. I would have liked a little uh, like a mid credit scene where maybe you see them back in their universe with their significant other somehow. Yeah. Um. You know, we, you could do with Garfield where since Electro like, was redeemed, 
He didn't go through that fight, so a la Gwen's still around. Right. Just to give them a happy ending. Because, I mean, there's speculation that they might do another one, but who will knows? they? Who knows? Yeah, they might. Well, not. I know Sony's been discussing doing a Spider-Verse, like expanding that Spider-Verse deal a whole Which bunch. Which would be great. Yeah, just to give those characters like a happy ending right off into the sunset. Yeah. Especially Toby for me. Just because, like, I thought three ended on such a... Like somber note, like okay, they they're they're back at the coffee house or the jazz club and they start dancing, but like right, they're still not they're still not married together. together. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah that's still rocky. And as then hell. yeah, Amazing Spider-Man two didn't leave room for a a, a third. At I all. mean, it kind of did. I mean, he was fighting the Rhino. I get the way it ended though. It's just like it seemed. It, it's it, it would have been it was a downer. It was a huge yeah. downer. Yeah. So so that was that was a nice touch, but but yeah, it was you know everything went well. Um, you know, throughout the movie, it's probably one of my favorite ones. Uh, definitely one of my favorite Spider-Man movie ever. Uh, definitely my sp- favorite uh, superhero movie of this year. I did not expect the the Aunt May death. No. Which I thought it it was so well done, such a good swerve. And for all the people that have been complaining that there's no Uncle Ben, you got for this Spider-Man, moment, right. now you got that moment where it's like that's that's what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man. Like people were like, "Well, he's not Spider. He doesn't. He hasn't suffered any great loss." Right. And this movie totally flipped the switch on that. Now he's suffered that. Yeah, because we were under the impression that he already had his Uncle Ben yeah, moment. Exactly. And they they flipped but, it with you know, Aunt, Aunt May, and I yeah. thought it was, uh, it was that it was great and crazy well done. Yeah. And it if it, it gave like Willem Dafoe's, you know, Green Goblin just such an edge as a villain. Yes. Like that like made him instantaneous like main villain. Yeah. And it was great. Um and it like the fact that he's not killed in the end just comes to that, you know, that that goodness of Spider-Man. Like he wanted to, but he had wiser older Spider-Man stop him. Right. Uh now the fact that it gives him a reason to go and use that iconic look for his new costume to make his own Complete costume reset, right. without any Stark tech, yeah, which he's... I know was another big complaint of a lot of people. Um, he saw what he could be on his own through those other Spider-Men. Right. So it just helps mold him into his own character that much more, which I think is fantastic. I really hope they make more movies around Tom's character. I like the fact that it's like a fresh start uh, on his own, you know, Spider-Man can join the Avengers again, but nobody's going to know that it's Peter. Uh, I think that's great. He can just kind of be that literal like spider on the wall, hanging around, and he doesn't take his mask off. He keeps his secret identity a secret. Right. Which is, I think, a, another big aspect of Spider-Man's character. So I'm really looking... I really hope they make more. I mean, that ended so I think they're perfectly. expected to. I think that's... It was just supposed to be a How could you not? Restart. I mean, it's going to. This movie's made so much money already. For they're me, going it, to make it's more. a lot like Thor 3, where it left me wanting more. Exactly. Like, a lot more. Yeah. Iron Man 3, Captain America 3 didn't leave me wanting more Captain... movies of those respective ones. Yeah. But Thor and Spider-Man made me want to see, okay, now Spider-Man's on his own. Where do they go from here? You can't just have him ride off into the sunset and then just... Completely delete his character. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no. Uh, I, I mean, you, I guess he technically could with with nobody knowing, but at the same time, he's still alive. He still has a role. You know, he, he's still around. His character just can't go away. Yeah, it's it would be shameful. Uh, <laughs> the one thing I did laugh about was um, we get out of the theater and we're driving home, and my wife looks at me. She goes, "You know what? Probably would have been better is if he just had everybody forget who was Spider Man." And I felt like Sheldon 
during Big Bad. Oh, Big the Bang Indiana Third. Jones yeah. one. And like, yeah, he didn't really do anything in the story. And she's like, when she said that, I'm like, yeah, wait, why didn't he just do that? Why didn't he just have everybody forget who Spider Man was? Then you just throw the costume back on. It's like, oh yeah, I'm Spider Man, and you're like reintroduced to Spider Man. Interesting. Damn. Yeah, it solves a lot of problems. That makes up for your wife killing uh, Betty White. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. she thinks on her feet sometimes. <laughs> Not too shabby, but yeah, great, great uh, instance. And, and you know, great... why, why the double dick punch for poor Happy Hogan? Like, oh. if you're gonna kill her, why you gotta have her break up with the guy beforehand? Oh yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. She got both testicles on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Happy. Hey, you know, where, where's his character going to go? Is he done with the live? It's got to be it for him live hamburgers. <laughs> I know. I know. He might be able to do like an Iron Heart or Arnold Yeah, he'll probably be around like with that. Mary Williams. One of those kind of things, but it, I, I think he's starting to wind up. Oh, yeah, down. they're doing that Armor Wars show. I'm sure he'll pop up for that. Possibly in the yeah. act. That's all supposed to be Stark Tech, so... Um, so yeah, so there was that. The post, the mid credit scene was was. Oh, I love I, that. I love that. I was a little sad. I'm like, oh, they're sending I him like, back. I like how they didn't shoehorn him in, though. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I didn't. I I, I did appreciate that. They showed some restraint, and I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I would just. I really wanted with the cell for the Venom credit scene. I just really wanted to see those two interact. So they will have well. Hard, well, hard, no, Hardy and, and him are—they're not going to react or, or it'll be, act, be with I, each well, other. It'll just be a different variant of Tom Hardy. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Maybe we'll it, see. It's probably maybe Topher Grace will come back. I hope oh, Topher Grace God. comes back. They should have brought him back for this movie <laughs> and just jobbed him out. Like have Venom just bite his head off. <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> they should have. Um, yeah, so uh, so yeah, that went well. The 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 very post credit scene was just a trailer. That was a little weird. It was cool though. I mean, they eventually released the tra- released the trailer online. The Doctor Strange. Trailer. Yeah, it's kind of like what they did. Uh, what was it after the end of Captain America: First Avenger? The end credit scene was just oh, the for, trailer the Avengers, for the Avengers, right? So, so, um, I did like. I thought that was a very clever way to get the symbiote into the MCU though for the mid credits. Yes. I thought that was pretty cool. No, I agree. And that's where it leaves me like you can't be done with this. Like no. you you just can't be yeah. done with yeah. this character. So um uh, there's there's gotta be a whole heck of a lot more. Um so yeah, that's, I mean that's Spider Man in a nutshell. Loved it, absolutely loved it. We'll give it our we'll we'll tear it off in, in at the end of this episode, of course. But um but yeah, so that was great. Uh other stuff. You wanna talk Matrix? Yeah, uh, I watched it on HBO Max when it came out. Um, and I, I, I applaud it for its effort to just mock the Hollywood system in the first, like, half of the movie, maybe first third. Um, have you seen it yet, Matt? No, I'm not going to watch it. Okay, so the first, the first third of the movie, it's literally, like, them just ripping apart, like, there's literally a line in the movie that says... Yeah, uh, like Keanu Reeves made a Matrix trilogy of video games in the new version of The Matrix. And his boss is like, yeah, we're going to make a fourth Matrix with or without you. Warner Brothers is going to make it with or without you. So (laughs) that's literally a line in the movie. Really? Yeah. So a lot of inside jokes. Not even jokes, just very self-aware. When it starts to go into like the lore of the Matrix and the other movies is when it kind of gets boring and it's not as engaging mentally. And if you're looking for a good action movie, it sucks. Keanu Reeves does nothing but just block bullets with force magic. Really? The fight scenes are garbage. They're bad. I heard a lot of negativity about it on Facebook. I, I applaud. It's not 
I, I would give it a C. A C to a C plus. Okay. Um, it's definitely, I think, better than Reloaded and better than Revolution. Was that the fourth, the third one? Reloaded. Re- I think Matrix Revolution, I think, was the last one. Yeah. Yeah. And then this one is what? Matrix. You know what? They literally should have called this Matrix Rebooted. It's a computer program. Yeah. That would have been, that would have made so much sense. And it basically is. Like, it's a very convoluted. Revolutions. And then this was Resurrection. Okay. So. It's a very convoluted uh, story, but basically there's a new Matrix. Um, and not just Neo is the one. Neo and Trinity are the one. They're kind of like, they compare them to like batteries. Okay. That they have to keep them so close to each other to create a huge amount of energy. Um, but if they get together, then fucking the, the Matrix is in trouble. The mm. program is in trouble. Um, I would, if you have HBO Max, I would recommend it. I would definitely do it in two sittings because it's long as hell. Was it? Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I did it in two sittings just by happenstance, and I'm glad I did it that way. It made it a lot more digestible and a lot more enjoyable. Um, but I would give it a shot. Like the whole, the new Morpheus, like that was kind of a cool, it's where like Neo and the Matrix, since he made the video games, this Morpheus is like, how he created Morpheus in the video game. So it's not an actual person. Okay. So then when they're in the real world, it's a machine like that are like these balls kind of like, remember those things you used to press your face up against with the pins? Yeah. Spencer's gifts? yeah. 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 That's what he looks like in the real world. But in the matrix, he's a, he's a, he's a human. So it's kind of like a flip. Um, it was worth watching. I really liked, um, Jessica Henwick. Uh, she plays, her character, she has the bunny tattoo on her, right? Okay. She's like the white rabbit sure. that gets Neo to go down the rabbit hole again. And her name is Bugs. That's cool. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I see what they did there. Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, yeah Bugs. Um, but they just mock this. Like, there's a scene where they're, like, talking about how, like, what made the Matrix cool? In- inventiveness. Bullet time. And they're like... <laughs> Nostalgia, like we gotta, we gotta go for nostalgia, but we gotta make people think it's porn for your mind. <laughs> like those stupid frat boys that thought, like in the nineties, that the Matrix they could make the Matrix because, yeah, they're thinking bro time, bullet time. Yeah, it, honestly, I, it's been. I I don't know if I've ever rewatched those movies. I'll be honest. I've, with I, you. I've rewatched the first Matrix. Probably. I know you don't care for the third one. Every other year. Okay. Um. The the sequels. I. I maybe have watched them twice since I saw them at theaters when I was in high school. Okay. So, um, but I, w- I would definitely give it a, a watch if you have HBO Max. I mean, if, I wouldn't pay it in the theater. and It doesn't sound like anybody else's either. Um, but it's interesting. I applaud their effort on, like, trying to do something different. And I wonder if, like, they were basically, hey, Lon- I think it was Lana who directed this one. Hey, Lana, we're going to make it with or without you, so either you could take the money and give a stab <laughs> at it, or we're just going to fucking do our own thing. So I don't know. Um, but I would watch it if you get a chance. Okay. All right. Yeah, maybe someday. Maybe someday we'll get to it. Um, so there's that. Uh, we had the conclusion of Hawkeye. Yes. Since last ep- uh, since our last episode. And you think I- Fisk is dead? I don't want. I'd be mad if he is. But I don't think I, he is. I don't so, think. I don't think he is. I heard in the in the comics that um, Echo shoots him in the head, and he loses his eye, but then he goes to Japan and he does some like back alley surgery to get his eye back, and then he comes back after. I hope that's what it is. Because yeah. I mean, 
they didn't show it. I, I thought at first they didn't show it because it's Disney Plus. I I thought it might be kind of cool. Like maybe she shot his right foot. by his. Well, I thought maybe she shot like right by his ear. Yeah. So he'd lose his hearing, and she's like, ha ha. Ah, yeah. Now yeah, we're on torture. the same level. Yeah. That could be it. Yeah. That could be it. But man, very very action heavy. Uh, it was you know it. I, I really did enjoy the season finale of, of I enjoyed Hawkeye. the whole season. I, I did, too. The only I did thing too. I had a problem with was those poor guys that got fucking devoured by the goddamn owl. That's tor- that's, that's that's terrifying. <laughs> Owls? Have you seen what they do to their prey? They just, like, tear it to shit. <laughs> those guys stood no chance. <laughs> I started liking those tracksuit mafia guys. That was a fate worse than death. Yeah, those they, they did not have a... Uh... It was a That's good a terrible demise. The snowy were... owl just taking you off in your in your car, and he's going to tear you apart. Probably feed your intestines <laughs> to his young. That's all. That's 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 nightmare inducing. It was hilarious. I lost sleep over that fact. I was really worried about that. <laughs> yeah, it, everything worked. It was cool to see uh, Swordmaster kind of get his time to shine. That he was kind of yeah, he was a doofus. He was a, he was such a doofus. <laughs> why, why would he take his sword to the party? I just got acquitted of murder. I'm gonna go to this... <laughs> The person that I was I was accused of murdering was killed with a sword, so I'll show up to this party with a sword right. on my hip. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I I thought it was so campy, and I loved it. It was it was kind of neat, because he was super suspicious with how dorky he was. Yeah. And they did a good job of selling it. And I really believe that there was something fishy about him. And obviously- I want to see more of him. Like, I could, I could see him shining in a team setting. Like, if they do use him in a hopeful Thunderbolts. Right. Um series 100 percent. yeah but yeah it was a neat little cameo to kind of get a, an important character in hawkeye's lore some on really good emotional closure for clint and yelena that was a beautiful exchanging yeah. of scene like that was a really good exchange of words um on the more light side i love the fact that kate's beating the shit out of the tracksuit mafia and then one guy's like oh i must thank you we went to go see maroon five <laughs> <laughs> so, oh it worked that's so great <laughs> Yeah, Kate's Kate's just a she's a fun, fun character. character. Yeah, a lot of fun. Or she, you know that witty band. She almost has like a Spider Man vibe to her, where she's gonna like joke. She can like be joking yeah, with her jovial villain. while she's stop making me like you to Elena yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And and it was just it, it was uh, it was it was tremendous. And uh, and then the big reveal, we you know at the very end of of Hawkeye's wife uh, Linda Cardinelli. Yes, yes, uh, being a former Shield agent. Which I guess uh, thirteen the number Agent that 13, was on, yeah, yeah that is that was Mockingbird Mocking in the Bird. so so it did yeah. yeah it was how it panned out so a little cool nod there uh, but yeah one, definitely one of my favorite I, I think shows I, I did rank these earlier this week uh, as far as the four Netflix shows live action Netflix shows I went Falcon Winter Soldier. Hawkeye, Loki, and then WandaVision. Well, you have to see where I'm at. Mm. Well, I haven't tiered them yet, but as far as those four go, that's that's kind of where I have them. I thought they were uh, really, really well done. Now, uh, The Book of Boba Fett, episode one. The first one. The first one. Overall, I was a little disappointed with the episode, but the start was probably obviously like really, really good. I think we all wanted to see him escape, how he escaped the Sarlacc pit. We didn't yeah. know if... if they would show it in this episode or another time. But uh, it was really cool to see him get inventive, you know, using the air from the stormtrooper, that the random stormtrooper that just happened to be there. And well, much- they can be digested for thousands of years yeah. in that Sarlacc pit. They can. It was gross, grody. Yeah. Uh, but what, I mean, what attention to detail, the sail bars, the, the, the tentacle that Lando shot, all like perfectly placed. And yeah, uh, yeah it was, it was really, 
they did a really good job with the be all end all team up that I never thought that I needed, but I'm glad I got was finally we have the beautiful music stylings of one figuring Don and Max Rebo. That's right, folks. Max Rebo is still alive. He wasn't playing on that sail barge when it blew up. <laughs> He's still out there. He's still out playing there. Those, playing that uh, tickling those ivories and going to town with that snoot of his. Woohoo! I was so happy to see Max Rebo. Yeah. Looks like he lost a little weight, too. Good for bit. him. You know, that's a good thing. That is a good thing. But overall, I was a little like... Uh, a little disappointed that him and Sny Snoodles and, and uh, Droopy McCool couldn't hash it out. They're like the Beatles. They finally. And what happened to the other Cantina Band members? I don't know their name. I just knew Figuring Dan and the Cantina Band. It's been a hot minute, so who knows? Yeah, they went on their separate ways. Perhaps. Well, wait, no, no, no. They're, perhaps. But they're in Moss Eisley. This is, this is in Moss Espa. Yeah, but it's the same planet. They can travel around. They got starships that can go from planet to planet in a galaxy. But, you think it's impossible for them to cross the Yeah, but if sea? you, if, listen, if you're in the cantina band, you're going to play in the cantina. Not, not when Droopy McCool's got his ear to the, to the, to the groovy beat and him and Cy Snoodles and Droopy McCool have just parted ways. He's looking for a new, new wingman to bust out some tunes. Perhaps the cantina band was like, hey, figuring. You know, we're figuring that we want our names on the marquee, too. Why are we just the cantina band? Why do you get top billing? Who do you think you are, Tom Jones? And they go, hey, we're going to go over here with Sice Noodles and Droopy McCool. And uh, now they're doing their own thing, making gold records. Maybe they're in Mos Eisley, and Droopy got banished to Mos Espa. That's a fair trade. That's possible. Maybe that's what I'm figuring. That's certainly possible. Uh, What do you think of the first episode? I liked it. Uh, I like the fact it went in a different direction, like with the flashback. I'm wondering if every episode is going to be like a little flashbacky. I hope they don't do that. Uh, I do like the Tuscans. Um, the fact that he's, you know, um, captured. I'm wondering, like, if he becomes part of their tribe uh, at some point. Who do you think the big bad is? I don't know if we know who, exactly who the big bad is, but obviously these these assassins were. I'm were thinking a part Crimson of Dawn. I'm thinking we're going to get a little sequel to Solo a little bit here. You think so? I think Kira's going to be the big bad. That would be cool. Because, you know, Crimson Dawn, Criminal Empire. Yeah. Like, no, no. I don't care who you are, Boba Fett. I'm in charge of all of crime. Oh, that's actually a really you gotta good theory. you got to pay me to be under my umbrella. That's a cool theory. I, I wouldn't hate that. Yeah, I thought Solo was pretty I, don't, I mean, I don't know who underrated. else you would... Bosk. I need Bosk. I need Bosk. the Trand Ocean. I don't know who would be who else would be the big bad because I mean, as far as Boba Fett goes, I mean, bounty hunter, yeah, but he doesn't like even it has expanded like the 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 old the legends now. He doesn't really have like that big time rival. It was it was Han Solo and company. Yeah, you know, and obviously they're not going to have Han Solo be a villain in this show at all. It's, no. This is to make Boba a good guy, so it's got to be somebody different. But I like the idea of Crimson Dawn. That's uh. That's that's pretty cool, you know. They 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 scouted him out. They jumped him. So we'll find out, you know, in this in the second episode. It drops. Well, the time this episode drops will have been yesterday. But, um, but yeah, it, it was it was okay. It, it, the first episode to me was just okay. Yeah, I, I definitely. I mean, I'm obviously not. It's not like a turnoff or anything. But, um, but I thought it was it was just a little little underwhelming. But I get it. It's the you first even episode. Like Goro? I mean, they even had Kataro in it. Busting yes. out of the sand. Oh, yeah. Kicking the shit out of people. Those water rocks. Yeah. What was that about? That was a little weird. See? I don't like that orange Rodian either. He seems like a real oh, he's a narc. Dickhead. 
He's yeah. a real narc. That's why he died. Well, good. He should have died sooner. Fuck him. And more eviler. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that was, Boba Fett was pretty cool. We'll, get, we'll obviously be talking more about that show. They waited till the end of Hawkeye to get that going. So I could have um, used a little cameo and uh, most asked of, Little lady, little, little rain's coming, Annie. <laughs> little old lady. She's dead. No, she's not. She's she lives forever. Be. She's got to be. No, she was only 20 in that movie. Bullshit. <laughs> My fucking nutsack, she was 20. Yeah, your nutsack could be 20 with all those wrinkles. You got to hydrate more. That's why she knew the rain was coming. Her glands were swelling up. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Little Annie, rain's coming, Annie. (laughs) You better find cover. (laughs) So, so yeah. So, um. So yeah, that's Boba Fett. That's kind of our news recap, and, and uh, we we sped it up a little bit because we got a lot to talk about with our tier game. Is there any other news you wanted to discuss? Um, uh, comic wise, I picked up uh, Swamp Thing Green Hell. It's uh, under the DC Black label. I highly recommend it. The first issue is pretty cool. It's like a mixture of like Waterworld, Mad Max, but with Swamp Thing twist. Um, and it's OG Swamp Thing. I was wondering because I just got finished reading the other Swamp Thing miniseries where it was like a new iteration of Swamp Thing, a new avatar of the green. But this is OG Swamp Thing with Alec Holland in this wasteland. Uh, first issue released. It was pretty cool. Right. Really gory because it's in, under the black label. Some beautiful artwork. Uh, I would recommend it if you if you want some something spooky and gory and uh, end of the world. If you don't want end of the world stuff, I can understand. I mean, uh, it's... Kind of a touchy subject at this point, but hey, you know, it could be worse. You could have evil swamp monsters coming after you and tearing your fucking face off. That is that is certainly possible. Yeah. That's certainly possible. Um, so, all right. So, that's that. So, we're going to jump into the tear game. Tear huh? game. Tear game. No crying. No crying. No tears. Two tears in a bucket. No tears. Um, so, what this tear game is, I don't think we've played it on this show before. I've done it many times. So what myself and Will are going to do is we're going to go back and forth. We're going to run through every single Marvel MCU-esque property. We're going to include Venom in the mix because it's technically intertwined now. Yes. And it's come out in the era. Uh, And tier it out of five different tiers. One being the best, five being the worst. All right. Tier five is Dookie. Tier one is, is really, really good. So... Um, so we're going to go through seasonally, all right, Se- by season, and uh, and, and kind of run through uh, through each, as far as the TV shows go, and then then through movies. So, But I figured that we, the movies are the what everybody's probably most interested in, so we'll start off with the TV shows. All right. Um, we're going to run, th- let's start off with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I didn't watch it, so I couldn't rank it. I watched, uh, same, I, I watched season... One in parts of two, and I would probably give it a four. It was okay. No comment for me. They did have Nick Fury jump in on one of the episodes, which is kind of neat. But yeah, I did not. I did not care. It wasn't Valkyrie in one too. Oh, not Valkyrie, Lady Sif. I think she was. They did uh, Ghost Rider for the third season, but it was Robbie Reyes, right? Yeah, yeah. So they did that. I'm not too early familiar with it, but I mean, just. Even without watching it, knowing the context context of the episodes and how just distant it kind of kept itself from the MCU, overall, I'm giving probably fours across the board. Really cool for some MCU TV, 
but just another cop show. Just a just a kind of a Marvel cop show in a sense. Uh, Agent Carter. Oh, I forgot about Agent Carter. I didn't watch it either. I can't rank that one. <laughs> Two seasons of that. I did watch with my wife. Uh, she's a big Agent Carter fan. She was really sad that it got canceled. But um, I did enjoy that one. I'd probably put it at a three. I'd put, probably put it at a three. It was kind of cool to see Agent Carter relevant. Uh you know, You're making me look like a real asshole. First two off the board, and I'm like, I can't comment. <laughs> oh, that one can't comment. Yeah. Your alphabetical bullshit. It's not alphabetical. It's, oh, it's, it's grouped. Start... Oh, okay. It's grouped. I, I'm going off Wikipedia, which is, you know, these are the ABC series, and then there's the Netflix series, and there's the Young Adult series, All and there's right. Adventures in a Fear, and then there's, uh, there's Marvel Studios, and, you know, yeah. All right, so the next one is Inhumans. Garbage, hot five, hottest of garbage, tier five. Yeah, hottest of garbage. I wa- yeah, I, I was so Awful. disappointed in Awful. this and in, in the Inhumans. Really excited because obviously Marvel didn't have the rights to X Men, and this could have been like their kind of mutant thing. Yeah, at the time, and uh, they, they just a bungle from the start. Like the first episode they released in theaters. Yeah, but it was just garbage nonsensical like i tried i got through maybe like five episodes i'm like this is just stupid they cut off medusa's hair with scissors how how impenetrable can her hair be <laughs> if they just chopped it off with fucking buzz clippers what are they magic buzz clippers they were like the ones you'd go to the corner barber and he just start them up i'm like how are those cutting her hair yeah. so easily this is bullshit yeah it was oh it was just so the bad guy, the 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 effects like triton was barely in it. Like, they killed him off right away because, like, we can't afford this water-dwelling being with full <laughs> full body makeup. And then the guy who played, uh, oh, what's his name? Kirky. Ah, shit. The guy with the, the goat legs. Oh, shit. His, he looks stupid. Lockjaw was barely in it because it couldn't afford Lockjaw. Oh, Crystal's hair. Like, she has a band around her head. Not dye in her hair. They got, like, everything they could possibly get wrong about this show wrong. Oh, yeah. And then the Hawaiian setting was ridiculous, too. I'm like, why is this set in Hawaii? <laughs> Did you guys just all want a vacation like Adam Sandler? It probably, yeah. That's what it certainly seemed like. I know. I was really excited at the idea of a Inhumans movie. But when they announced it as a TV show, I'm oh, like, yeah. uh, But then when I seen it was going to be on ABC, I was like, uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we all know that ABC television shows are not that great. Garbage. They're terrible. Yeah. Once upon a time, garbage. I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I tried. My wife watched it. I'm like, I cut the like cable shit. cord a while ago. Yeah, it was bad. So not a good start. Inhumans 5, Agent Carter, I'll give a 3. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm, I'm thinking a 4. So I on to the Netflix series. All right, starting out. Oh, off. you missed one. I did? You missed two, one of which I can give a comment on, unless you have a, a Hulu series. It's down there. It's oh, down there. Okay. Oh, yeah, we okay. don't forget that. All right, all right. Yep, yep, yep. Continue. Um, Netflix. So Daredevil, three seasons, of course. Uh, there, I think season one, top and tier. Season one is is tier one. Tier one. Season two is in tier one for me. Season three, I'm going to put it at a tier two. All right. So, so for me, season one is definitely tier one. Yes. Uh, season three for me would be tier three. You're going to put tier three? Tier three for season three. Okay. Um, and then... I would say that I think a big hit for me was Bullseye not getting into costume. It was just yes. a weird angle, but he was cool. He was a cool character. He was cool, but 
it it bothered me in the Ben Affleck one when it was the perfect setup to give someone a fucking costume. I want a bloody costume. And then they just give him a trench coat? <laughs> no, give him a costume. Like, it did bother me that he was just wearing Daredevil's costume the whole time, which then also made me mad because Daredevil wasn't wearing his costume the whole time. Right. So if you think about it, we got three seasons of Daredevil, and he only wore the costume in the second season. Right, the very end of number one, and then yeah. throughout number two. Correct. Yeah. So, and then speaking of uh, Daredevil season two, I would put that in tier two. You're gonna put that in tier two. So it's it's very easy to figure it out. Season three, you get tier three. Season two, you get tier two. I season loved, one, you get tier one. I loved how big it got with season two. Season- That's why I liked it because you bring in the Punisher, you introduce the Punisher, yep. which is really cool. You introduce Elektra. And you know, which is which is a, a a big deal. That's a huge arc for Daredevil. I I find that to be a detriment. You think so? Um, that and that's that, that was the detriment to a few of the Netflix shows where I felt like it felt too disjointed. It felt too much like two different seasons that didn't weave together cohesively. Right. And I felt like I loved the the the, the Punisher stuff of season two, but it just ended. And then, like, the payoff you got from him at the end end was just kind of like, eh, okay, so he came back to help Daredevil and Elektra. Uh, I don't know. I just felt the Elektra stuff felt like one separate season. The Punisher stuff, for me, felt like one separate season. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. It, it was just... And that, that will also rear its ugly head in some of the other Netflix stuff. Did they... Did they do the, the church thing? With, and was that season two or season three? Where Daredevil's tied up? Where, no, where he found out his mother. That that's season, season three. That's season three. Season three. Yeah. I, I, I'm comfortable putting that. I'm still comfortable with that as a two. I couldn't remember which one that was, but I forgot. That was a whole whole angle that they did, him recovering from yeah. the Defenders show and, and the church and, and whatnot. So, um, yeah, happy with those. Jessica Jones. All right. Ooh, man. Yeah. I will put season one in tier one. I'm going to do tier two. Okay. I'm going to do tier two. Sassy, fun. I didn't that care. Kill, Killgrave, that stuff was deep. That made it. Yes. yes. That made that show. That When that first episode hit and- uh, He the, was slimy and you The, the first episode, the elevator, the yeah. kid with the gun, and he shot his parents. Yes. Yeah, and that was the cliffhanger. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, He made, that, that dynamic made season one a tier one for me. Yeah. Kilgrave was awesome. I almost felt sympathetic for him at, at, yeah, yeah. at some points because of this power that he was cursed with. But, when man, when you get to learn the Purple Man, who's like this D-level villain in the comic books, yeah. and he's a big-time character in this, and the way that they used him, oh, magnificent. Yes. Chef's kiss. Yes. Uh, as far as season two and season three, hottest of garbage, number tier five for both. Yeah. Yeah, uh, after after that, I just, I, I, I did not care. It was just, it felt like a, it felt like a, ABC Family. Show. Yeah, like season two, you're dealing with her mom and how she got her powers. Yeah. Ugh, the only the only thing I liked in season two was they they brought in Will Simpson as Nuke, like with the with the drug. Yeah. And they started teasing Hellcat, but then that payoff in season three was still fucking garbage. Um. So yeah, both of those are hottest garbage tier five. Nuke was cool. Everybody feels like, oh wow. They, everyone that first happened, everyone leaked. They thought. They made it seem like Chris Evans was in it because he had the same haircut. Yeah, like, almost similar facial features a little bit. Yeah, and uh, and but yeah. But it, for me, like what a like f- that's why Jessica Jones for me is just like when you brought her up, I'm like oof because for me season one is tier one and then it just 
plummeted. Yeah. After that. After that, it didn't do Netflix any favors. So yeah. For so. well, it didn't help. Season three also didn't come out until after it was already revealed. Like the deal's done. Right. We're so pulling there's the plug. Little vested yeah, interest. Exactly. Uh, all right. Next up, Luke Cage, season one. I'm gonna put at a tier. I like season one a lot. I'm gonna put it at a tier two. Tier three for me. Tier three. Tier three. Uh, same issue I had with Daredevil season two. It just felt too disjointed. Uh, as soon as I was like, dude, co- like, uh, Cottonmouth was awesome. Oh, and they the killed him off half. halfway through, right? Which, I mean, it wasn't all for naught because it made Black Maria such a bitch. Like, you fucking hated her. Like, right. she was just such an easy villain to hate. Um, but then Diamondback was so lame, and that fight scene was so lame. Oh, Diamondback had the suit, right? He yeah, had the suit. he was awful, and he was Luke Cage's half brother, and it was just stupid. Yeah, so stupid. I, I I appreciate. I like the actor who uh, who who played him. I thought he was like the perfect Luke Cage. Mike Coulter. Um, I thought he was the perfect. Mike Coulter uh, was great as Luke Cage. Fantastic yeah, as Luke Cage. Yeah, looked very Knight. comic. Misty Knight Misty was Knight fun. Was awesome. Um, you know, very discount book actor. They did the. I, I like when they did the throwback. Oh yeah, and he had the, and the, the, had the crown the, the, the and the crown. chains, and he's like looking in the reflection. He looked of the, just, of, he looked just yeah. like comic he, book, he the throw. vintage one. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Um, but yeah, I couldn't. Uh, season two was too hard to get into. That's probably really. Yeah, I I, I didn't care for love season two. Season two, season two is a tier two for me. Is it? Um, I loved um, the introduction of uh, night is night oh, what? nightshade nightshade as. Black Maria's daughter, and she's the one who makes the herbs and the poisons and stuff. And like Black Maria's uh, demise, I thought was so satisfactory at the end of the show when she poisons, like her own daughter poisons her and kills her. Right. And it was such a an awesome, like a, a character that I, I'm like, this woman's a bitch. She's conniving. I hate her. And for her to get such just desserts as a demise, I thought was chef's kiss. Um, but I, I was on the opposite. I really thought that the villain, Bushmaster, was very de- de- very deep. I uh, love the actor who plays him. Um, he was great in uh, Cowboy Bebop that just came out. Right. Uh, but I, I thought he was a very intriguing antagonist, but he, he wasn't like all the way bad. You could see where he's coming from. He almost reminded me a little bit of Killamonger. It's like, I understand where this guy's coming from and why he's trying to do what he's trying to do. Um, but yeah, I would say Luke Cage is tier two for me. Okay. All right. Very good. I'm going to, I probably yeah, like a four. I'm about like okay. a four. Yeah. It just kind of, the interest in it just kind of waned for me after season one. Honestly, the defenders ruined a lot of those shows for me. Yeah. That was, uh, uh, that was a that's hit, coming up in a moment. And a miss, swing I, and a miss. Iron Fist. We don't have to talk Ooh, too much about this one. That's that, five across the board. Yeah. Hottest hot of garbage. Seasons one and two. Try to like, see, I see. How, how do you, how do you like, no, you're not going to show Kunlun? Like you can't have an Iron Fist anything without Kun Lun, right? You're not even going to show it. You're just going to show like a a, a a silhouette of a shadowy dragon with some smoke. The fuck is that? Yeah, it was oh, terrible for fight choreography. There's there's scenes in there where he's par- practicing his katra next to like trained martial artists, and you could just see he's doing it fucking wrong. Right. I don't even know how to do it, but I can tell he's not doing it right. <laughs> and this is the master of kung fu. You're telling me. <laughs> I also didn't care for the lack of costume. Oh yeah, you got like yeah, nothing. I mean, awful. 
It, you know what I mean? Like cover Iron up Fist. his stupid face and his dumb <laughs> hair. Iron Fist is a cool costume. Yeah. I thought, oh wow! After the, the was defi- it season two where they showed like I think it was at the very end the Iron Fist of old. Yeah, where it was like black and white stock footage that he's like, oh, that was the old Iron Fist. Well, I could wear that. And then no, you never do. never does. Yeah, like the hand was stupid. Uh, the only only redeeming was Colin Wig, and in season two. They kind of did like uh, Daughters of the Dragon with her and Misty Knight. Right. That was the only. I was hoping that would get like a spinoff because they were cool together. They were two kick-ass, likable female characters. And then, yeah, obviously uh, everything got canceled before they could even attempt to make a spinoff of uh, Daughters of the Dragon. That's the only redeeming factor to anything Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah, very. very I, I tried so hottest hard. of I garbage to. for both. I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, the Defenders. Up next, I I'm gonna put that as a tier five. I thought that that was so disappointing. What what, what I was Sigourney Weaver in there, right? Like just uh, what peak interest and then just do nothing with her. I have right. I I no. don't even know what her character's motivations were. Where was her spot in the hand? <laughs> was she just like a front man? They're like, well, we're an ancient, uh, we're just an ancient organization from the Orient and we're gonna um uh, we're gonna have this woman in charge as a face and uh, she's gonna have our business meetings. What the fuck was she? <laughs> Such a oh. she was one of the five fingers of the hand and ah, its leader. Slap she was to the, the face. That's what the five fingers say to the face. Slap <laughs> It it was shit. I, I was like excited, you know, you got the Avengers crossover that just did so well. Yeah. I don't know if there was just too much pressure on Defenders to hit like Avengers. I think it didn't help that Iron Fist fucked. It sucked so bad. And it was like, that was the lead in. Like, imagine if like Captain America First Avenger would have just fucking sucked. <laughs> and that's the lead in. Here Avengers. we go. Here comes Avengers. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, it just sucked all the wind out of the sails. I did kind of like the scene. Because it reminded me of Stephen King's It, where they're at the Chinese restaurant and they're all kind of like bonding before the the when they f- initially first meet up, that was kind of cool. But everything else was just garbage, right? And just fell so flat. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't have too many good things to say about it. It was just the team up was weird. Yeah, it was just it was poo poo. Uh, and then the yeah the last one for the Netflix series we have The Punisher seasons one and two. I really enjoyed both of these season one. Uh, for me, is a tier one. I didn't think it was over the top, just Punisher killing people. I thought there was good storyline to it, and then he gets revenge, and um, he gets revenge on his old uh, his old friend, right? And uh, you know, which is pretty. It was nice to kind of see that come full circle, that whole relationship come full circle. Is his friend who he trusted with his family, and uh, yeah, I liked season one. Season one, I'll go with tier two. Okay. Uh, I liked microchip in there. I liked the dynamic that the the two of them had with yeah. one another. Um, I love the fight scene on the carousel was just visceral. Oh, he's nasty. scraping his face on the broken to, glass. Yeah, to like, turn oh, him into jigsaw. Yeah, uh, that was nasty. Uh, season one, I really really liked. Season two, I would probably put tier four. I wasn't a big fan of it. I thought it spent a little too much time with like PTSD of. Uh, veterans and them kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say putting them in a negative light, but they all seemed like, oh, if you're a veteran and you fought for our country, then you're going to be messed up, which I'm sure you are. I have no 
Oh, that one, that one kid, yeah, right? But, that yeah, one but, kid, yeah. And then he's like a gun nut, and he's he wants to just kill people. And I didn't really, I felt uncomfortable watching that. Not that I, didn't, I think it was, I, just, I think it was meant to make you uncomfortable. Yeah, though, a little I, bit. I, 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 I think it was to I, add some sympathy yeah. to it. Um, and I didn't like. I got really tired of the girl he was protecting, uh, Amy Bendick, I think her name was. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he was protecting her. I didn't like that. Um, and the gym fight scene. All those fuckers would have been dead. Oh. They would have been dead. They're not getting up from a 45-pound plate getting thrown at your face. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so season two, I'd put, yeah, tier tier three, maybe tier four. I'm going to do, uh, I'll put it at tier two. I, I I thought I I always just thought how it, you know I, I was impressed with John Bernthal's oh he was great he is the Punisher he is he is Punisher I always and thought he, the, the one who played t- in he... Warzone looked just like him no that's Volstag is it really yeah Ray I... Stevens oh Ray Stevenson. shit I did I forgot yeah, I didn't even know, I didn't even realize that I always thought he looked like the perfect Punisher yeah but that but he didn't was... have the two like Bernthal no, did yeah Bernthal what like when he walked that first. I think that was the first scene in Daredevil season two where he goes into the pawn shop. That scene was just that is Punisher. Yeah, that was, and he had it from there, for sure. No, he did. He yeah, it was always oh, so nice. It was it was wonderfully done. He was somebody who I wanted to see. I wanted to see make an appearance in the MCU at some point. I think he, I think uh, he, he won't. You don't think no, so? He already said that he is not going to do a Disney Plus watered down version of Punisher uh, of that character. He's too fond of the character. And I, I don't think I think they should just leave it alone. If if they do anything, maybe release it under the Fox or the right. The, I mean, I think if, listen, if they're Studios doing Deadpool banner, as as Deadpool, then they got yeah. They might some... they might put it under the 20th Century Studios banner, right. but not not anything under Disney Plus or MCU. Uh, let's see, young adult series. So this is uh, let's see, we got Hulu Freeform. Let's start off with the Runaways. I am big sucks like first season. I would put tier two because I'm a sucker for dinosaurs. Like I love, I love Gertrude York's character just because the she time travel and she's got a fucking pet dinosaur that she's telepathic too. That's awesome. <laughs> That's such a cool superpower and something different. I did not see Runaways. I, I I must add that, so I cannot I cannot confirm. Season two, I would probably put tier four. Okay, fell off a bit. Season three. Tier four, tier five, uh, fell off even more. The parents got like basically the premise of the Runaways is there are these kids that find out that their parents are linked to crime all over the city, but they're trying to better the city. But they have this ancient alien technology that they use um, to manipulate, you know, their their wealth and their finances. They have these pods that they sacrifice kids to to feed their omnipotent god alien being to keep him healthy right um it's convoluted but uh then obviously the kids find out they want to rebel because they're like no you, my, you guys are wrong and then uh hijinks ensues hijinks ensues but it, you basically got the girl that i was referring referring to then she's got a um a stepsister who has like super strength and then there's the one other character. She is the daughter of the alien being, so she's got like these glow and flight powers. Uh, there's a 
one is like a tech genius where he makes these, they're called fistagons, and he, they're just basically like the shocker. Right. I'm going to shock you. <laughs> and then the other character is just like kind of like a tech whiz, and he does all like the hacking and stuff like that. So Okay. Yeah, I, I I didn't have Hulu for the longest time until very very recently. So they have put all that stuff on. They put Runaways on Disney Plus. Oh, they did. Yeah. Okay. Not right. not uh, Cloak and Dagger though. Okay, as I say, yeah. Cloak and, I did not watch Cloak, Cloak and, and Dagger. Dagger is next. I tried. Yeah. It was. I don't even know how this thing got a season two. Yeah. They did a crossover. It was. It was. They. It was. You know. They made it as. You know. Some. Or. or it ended up being just some. Teenager romantic yeah, it thing. Yeah, looks like they're really leaned into the star-crossed lovers. Like, I'm light and I'm dark. Yeah, and, and that's... we're in love. That's what they did. Which like, one it is in the comics, but... Yeah, but they went way too heavy in it. Yeah. They went way... And I get... Whatever. It's on freeform. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, so exactly. I, I didn't care for it myself. That wasn't made for us, man. No. No, no. That's, <laughs> that's fair. I'm going to go... I, I'd probably put it at tier five. Um, and then, of course... Uh, uh, Modoc. I was I was I was um unimpressed with Modoc. I was, I was very bored. More. I'm I'm gonna put it I'm gonna put it as a f- as a three. The humor it was a miss for me. I'll go four. You're gonna go four? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I started. Wa- I watched. I, I ended up when I got Hulu. I ended up watching it, and I was just like, some of the stuff is pretty funny, and then some of it's just kind of. Bland. Yeah, it was it was a miss for <laughs> yeah. me. I was expecting a lot more. I was hoping for a lot more. Okay. Um Hellstrom. Oh, I on Hulu. About that. I didn't see that one. Didn't see that, so I cannot comment, but it only lasted one season, ten episodes. Couldn't have done very well. Uh let's take a look into Disney Plus. All right. WandaVision. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with tier. I'm between two and three. Three for me. You're in three. I, I'm probably in three. It was in, in not like in, in an insulting way, like at all. I, I the ending was was cool. It was rushed. It was. It definitely. I felt, I felt uh, a strong start for me because I like. I feel like I like you, the TV show. Yes, shtick, I, I yeah. love the sitcom feel. But I also, you and I come from a generation where we saw repeats. I don't know how well. That sitcom feel, especially the earlier episodes, resonated with younger generation. Right. But I really enjoyed that. Uh, I felt like it was a rush ending, a lot of loose ends that were not tied up. And the Ralph Boner thing killed me. Ralph Boner, yeah. Ralph Boner. Ralph fucking Boner. And you end up doing the multiverse stuff anyways, yeah. and then you do that. Yeah. But, man, I have the hots for, for Elizabeth Olsen and Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Yeah, she's easy on the eyes. Yes. Yeah, she's easy to look at there. There's a, uh, I may have watched it multiple times, but there's a uh, wonderful sex scene between her and Josh Brolin in a movie. Old boy. On, on, uh, old on the boy. internet. Yeah. Old, the the American the version of old boy. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, in the movie, Josh Brolin is her dad, and that's how the, the gangster gets revenge on him. That's the, that's the whole thing of old boy. Wait, what? So old boy is a premise <laughs> where there's this guy, and he's a drunk. And he wrongs someone. He wrongs this businessman. And the businessman uh, abducts him. Okay. And he traps him in a room for a long period of time. All right? And he keeps telling the guy that he has his daughter. He's going to hurt his daughter if the guy tries to break out of that room. And he keeps giving him pictures of this girl. That's not his daughter. But you don't know that yet. 
Mm. He's just giving a picture to this girl. He's like, this is your daughter. And then when he does let him out, he convolutes things so that he does meet his daughter, but he doesn't know it's his daughter. And they have sex. And then he winds up, the guy's like, yeah, that's your real daughter. And then Josh Brolin's character realizes that he had sex with his own daughter. Why'd you have to ruin that for me? It's the movie. <laughs> it was fine on Pornhub. Why couldn't you just let it be? Nope. <laughs> you piece this of shit. This is why you can't have nice things. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> Try jacking to it now. Uh, All over San Diego. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I, I think. Uh, I think a three, but not in, not in a bad way at all. I thought it was. Uh, you know, it was a good. St- I think it was a decent start too. Uh, the Disney play. I think it's a pretty solid start. I to do Disney give Plus it um, props for originality as well. Trying to do something different. Yes, they did a good job of that. Yeah. Falcon Winter Soldier. I'm going to put that was my favorite. As I stated a few minutes, you know, maybe 20 minutes or so ago, that was my favorite of the Netflix uh, or excuse me, the Disney Plus series. And I love the action. Um, you know, I don't care too much for some of the real world yeah. you know, issues that they yeah. bring into it. But I thought they did a well enough job, and man, I was just hyped. You know, some of the the imagery that we got to see, right? Cap, you know, U.S. agent with the cap shield, with the blood dripping down from it, and that face of like pure horror. Yeah, like it was crazy. Then the final bat, you know, the final battle scene. That whole last episode was like an hour long. Madripoor and the dancing. Madripoor. Oh, the dancing. Oh yeah. You know, it was cool to see. Uh, uh, oh God, what's his name? Um, Zemo, Zemo, yeah, yes, Zemo Baron back. Zemo back in the fold. They use some of the Wakanda stuff, and I thought it was a really nice. You know, it was a full circle story for Winter Soldier, who's you know, and it it just did so well. They're going to do a Captain America. I don't American think it fall. was a full swing for Winter Soldier. I don't really think they. I I, I am. Well, gonna, no, he's going to come back. But what I no, mean, no, no. Oh. But even even like the the arc, they're supposed to, like he. Uh, it still bothers me that he admits to the elderly gentleman. The truth. Tells him the truth that he's the one who killed his son. Yes. And we don't get the old man's response. Like, we don't know if he was like, okay, like, all I needed for him to do was, like, give that verbal forgiveness or uh, show that forgiveness. Right. And it it was left left so vague that it's like, okay, and then the next time you see him, he's just... In the the, the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, cafe or whatever. And I just felt, I felt like... Bucky didn't get repercussions for his actions or closure for his actions. He's still just vague, like vaguely like a ghost walking around in the real world at this point. Fair. Um, so that's how I, I'm going to go tier tier three, borderline tier two. Did I say my tier yet? I think you said tier two. Okay. Yeah, that's, probably, that's definitely where I put it. That's definitely where I'd put it. I I, did, I really did enjoy it, and uh, I'm looking forward to the the the, the movie with with those two. I in love it. Sam's suit, though. That was that was uh, cool, cool as shit, yeah. and it was nice to see the Captain America shield mixing and mingling with a flying, you know, with with Falcon yeah. be on the fly. That it was, was cool. it was really neat. Uh, Loki is up next. Loki is up next. I'm gonna put that as a tier. Uh, I'm gonna say three. Yep. I'm right there with storyline driven, a little bit of action, uh, some cool scenes, alligator Loki, classic Loki, but um, and, and I get it. it's it's the ins, ins, you know the uh, introduction of multiverse stuff, and uh, I think that's where it got hurt because it's a new concept, 
and I felt like I, the uncertainty of the impact of these events on the grander scheme was what kind of like hindered it for me a little bit. I'm like, okay, this stuff is happening, but is this even going to affect? Like, is this affecting other stuff? Is it not going to affect other stuff? Like, I felt like that took the wind out of some of the sails. Like, just the, uh, like, since it's a new concept, I, I just didn't realize, like, okay, that's what's happening, but what's that going to do to the larger world? Right. Anything? Nothing? Something? A lot? I don't know. You tell me. Right. So that's where I felt like it, it suffered a bit. That's fair. Yeah, I think three threes and uh, just yeah, it's a pretty fair spot for it. Middle of the road, uh, and then Loki. You know, I, I get it. We got you know Loki from Avengers coming into this new timeline, and and I think we did talk about it. The transition seemed you know fairly paced, but it was just so crazy how all of a sudden he was just he flipped like that. Yeah, it was it was a little crazy. It was a little a lot for me, but it, it was neat seeing him as like the main focal point. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Owen Wilson, who did a great job as Morbius and, and everybody else that was involved in that. Talented motherfucker. Um, the, the lady who p- played Sylvie and stuff did a good job. There was some there was some neat, uh, a lot of neat, neat aspects uh, to the show. So uh, next up, what if didn't watch? So I can't comment on this one. I'll go tier. It's hard because they, they shot themselves in the foot. They omitted an episode. Um, that they did. Oh yeah, they didn't air the episode where it was supposed to be. What if Tony was stranded on Skarsgård and was the Grandmaster's champion? Oh, which played into the finale with Gamora, and yeah, okay, they just didn't air it. And then though they brought those characters into the final episode, like you had seen their story, but you didn't. Oh, uh, I see. So it kind of hindered it. So I'm gonna go. Tier four. All right. Yeah, I didn't hear too many good things. Mixed feelings, but yeah. Uh, Hawkeye, which you just seen, and maybe there's a little recency bias in here. I thought, like I said, I thought it was the second best one of this, the the Netflix series, or the, Jesus Christ, the Disney Plus series. I'm going to tier to that. I thought like it was it was a nice storyline for Jeremy Renner to sink his teeth into. We got to see him be the guy, and it was refreshing. There was lots of twists and turns throughout this thing. You got the return of the kingpin. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio was kingpin. You got the you know, uh, uh, you know, Kate Bishop. You know, getting her in in, in play. And I thought the action was really really fun. We, like you said, Hawkeye's been pretty much a nothing character throughout the pretty much a nothing yeah. character throughout most of the MCU. And for him to get his own show, and and as interesting as it was, I I, I really did enjoy it. There was a lot of humor in it. You know, he's he's. He has a you know this cold sense of humor, I guess. It was just funny to be him, just be like, oh, you know, the Rogers the musical, or oh, I gotta go fucking LARP, and you know what I mean, yeah. sort of that stuff. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do tier two for Hawkeye. Tier one for me. Um, I feel like they like everybody knows that the uh, and can agree that Hawkeye's character fell flat in the first Avengers movie. Oh yeah. Uh, and I feel like they didn't really find his mojo till age of Ultron where they realized his best dynamic is to be like a mentor. So he did that with Scarlet witch, but this allowed him to just really go full blower mentor. Uh, it, it was an amazing help that him and that Clinton Kate's dynamic in the show was so good. Um, they had such good chemistry together. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go tier one. I loved uh, Yelena coming back in this. Yeah. Um. The the conclusion with her story arc, as far as Natasha is concerned, with Clint. 
I thought that was beautifully done. It elevated Black Widow for me a little bit. Yes. A yes, little bit. Yeah. I agree. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd go tier one for Hawkeye. I really enjoyed it. It's my favorite Disney Plus show that they've released so far. Okay. All right. So that's it for the uh, the television shows. Right? I, didn't, I don't think I forgot anything. Nope. Okay. Not that I could think of. On to the movies. Starting off with phase one, the very first Iron Man. Uh, it's kind of crazy cool to see what that movie spawned, right? Retrospectively. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, they've obviously learned a lot since that film. I'm going to, I think the first Iron Man for me, I think you have to put it at least a tier two. Um, I, you know, I, I do enjoy it. I, you know, it's, it's kind of fun to go back and look, cause I never thought I'd ever see Iron Man on the big screen, which is, which is neat. Yeah, that's how a lot of people were like that. That they didn't realize that it was going to be the starting block of the what is now the MCU. Right. They just no thought it was going to be your generic like, okay, it's its own singular superhero movie, uh, just like Tobey Maguire's Spider Man or the Fantastic Four with, uh, you know, whoever the hell who? Yeah, those people, Chris, Chris Evans. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's her face? What's her name? She she's a very powerful clothing designer, Nabu. Jessica Alba. One, oh yeah, yeah Jessica Alba. Alba. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, they they, they probably Michael did. Chiklis. I thought it was going to be Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis. Oh boy. Yeah, I, I'm going to get. He looked yeah. like he was made out of chiclets. He did. Yeah, I'm going to go. T- I'm going to go tier two for tier two for me as well. Okay. Uh, it it it. It suffers a little bit from the now uh, tried and true villain is just the hero, but morally 180 Right. Uh, the whole Obadiah Stane, Ironmonger thing. Um, it's a little jarring to watch it now and see the different actor as Rhodey. Yeah. Um, but that ending post credit scene with Nick Fury still has to give you chills. It's the OG. Yeah. It's the OG. Yeah. Uh, next up, The Incredible Hulk, Ed Norton's Incredible Hulk. I actually really like this movie. I'm going to put it at a tier three. I really liked it, aside from the fact that he was obviously replaced, you know, by, you know, they, they didn't really try for Ed Norton. Ed Norton wanted too much money, I think. No, was, it was more creative. It was a creative he, difference. Yeah, like, he did not like the way that it was going. He thought it was going too jovial. He wanted to keep it dark and depressing. Like uh, he was okay. the he was the big one who wanted that. You know, the green guy shot the bullet and I spat it out. Like that's how the original movie was going to end with him like doing the bullet thing and then spitting yeah. it out. Okay. Um, I never yeah, cause I, I never really gotten a full answer for that. Why they switched? Yeah, it was but, cre- creative differences, which is fine, which is fair. But I really liked it, man. That that fight scene with Abomination was cool. The scene where. Uh, you know, Emo Blonsky, even at the school, right? Yeah, they, they, scene, they try to... I like that scene better than the ending fight scene. Do you? Yeah. I got so hyped up in the movie. Me and my friends ran a lap around the parking lot of Regal Movies after that movie because him jumping out of the, the, the helicopter yeah. and turning into the Hulk was like, oh, so crazy cool. Yeah. It got me hyped. I don't know what it is with people just jumping into battles and stuff. And it, I, and I, obviously that made the scene in Thor Ragnarok that much funnier. Yeah. Um. But uh, I, I thought it was. I thought that that scene, that fight was tremendous. I really did. I'll go tier four. In tier four. Um, CGI's a little uh, doesn't hold up that well. Um, and I uh, I didn't like the fact that he was like 
the, the whole heart rate monitor, like can't have sex. Because it, it, was it, oh. wasn't, it wasn't like his anger that turned him into the Hulk. It was his elevated heartbeat right. that turned him into the Hulk, which didn't make any sense to me. Okay. Because, like, yeah, you can be excited and happy and have a hell- elevated heart rate. That shouldn't turn you into a fucking rage monster. <laughs> so that part really bothered me. Um, on a plus note, I really did uh, like Liv Tyler's take on Betty Ross. Yes. Uh, uh, Thunderbolt Ross. William Hurt was great. Um, Liv Tyler. Abomination, I thought, was cool, even though it, again, falls into the the old Marvel habit of just flip-flopping the 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 moral ambiguity of the same power set. Right. Um, pissed that we're still not getting the leader, because I thought that was a cool setup for a leader. You think it's completely out of the window? Uh, it probably is. That, yeah, it's been so long. So, so long now. Jesus Christ. 13 years ago? Yeah. For almost 14. In June, it'll be 14 years. Yeah. That was, that was a cool setup for the leader, but I don't think we're getting it. Yeah. Not in any... I mean, I, I guess never say never. I never thought they'd redeem the Mandarin, but here we sit. Right. So That's true. All right. So three and four. Iron Man 2. I'm going to put that one at a... Uh, I Actually, I, a lot of people don't like Iron Man 2. I really liked Iron Man 2. I'm going to put that one as a two. Oh, that's tier five for me. Here's a tier five? Tier five. Just watered down version of Death in the Bottle. Oh, man. Uh, I didn't like how it was like. It's not his alcoholism. I, it's his the he needs fucking what plant juice to keep the metal away from his heart. Oh yeah, yeah. I did not. I thought that that was literally a watered down version of it. I didn't like that. Uh, I would love. Apparently, that there's like so many scenes of Mickey Rourke that were just left on the cutting room floor. I'd like to see him with those scenes inputted because he's like a big advocate. Like he was so pissed off. He wanted to just be totally, almost like written off of that movie, really, because he's like they kind of like a Jared Leto with the original Suicide Squad. It's like you left all my good shit and you cut it out of the movie and you put all this mediocre, mealy mouth like background shit as my character, right? Um, so I'd like to see because at that point he was like right coming right off the wrestler, yeah, Academy Award, um, Expendables, all that stuff. Yeah, like he was coming right off all that hot shit. Um, so I'd like to see some of those deleted scenes. Um, but I thought, yeah, Whiplash was one dimensional. Like, oh, you could barely understand him half the time. He, it felt like he was a, uh, a B level, C level villain. Same thing with Justin Hammer. It was like two C level villains trying to team up. Um, Black Widow was even kind of like, okay, here's her introduction, but she was just eye candy pretty yeah. much for the movie. Uh, didn't really do anything of note. Besides right. just like, hey, I'm here. That's I'm here fair. now. That's fair. Yeah, I, I don't know what it was. I, I really did. I, honestly, between the... I, I liked Iron Man 2, I think, better. I think because we finally got our roadie. We finally got our war machine. Yeah. That was a big, that was a big deal for me. And uh, so some various other stuff. So, okay. So that's probably the one we've had the biggest difference on so I far. just... I, I think I would And I get it. I, yeah. I, I, people hate that movie. I get it. Uh, Thor... I'm going to put the first Thor at tier four. All right. I think it was a little dry. I think it was a little dry. There were some good scenes. And just to like tiers four through one, I don't necessarily, even some some of tier five, I don't necessarily hate. But tiers four through one, I don't hate. Okay. I I actually like, like tier four is the bottom of like, okay, I liked it, but not as much as the others. And that's where I have, that's why I have. Thor at tier four. It was, you know, he established Loki as his major villain. Um, and I get it. It's the first in a trilogy, but there was just a lot of story, not a whole lot of Thor 
Not enough Thor for me. I see. I'm going to go tier two. Okay. I I really liked how he got sent to Earth. Made sense why he got sent to Earth because he's an arrogant prick and he's got to learn some humility. <laughs> and uh, I just thought his it made Thor like I'm like how are they going to make Thor like somewhat kind of likable? Right. I I mean, and it was the first start, and it, like you said, I felt the the love interest was forced. Um, I feel like if if they it would have been a tier one for me if they didn't push the the love aspect. Like he just went to Earth and he made friends with these humans, and he learned humility just through friendship and maturity, right? Um, instead of like, oh, I got to impress this 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 woman because I got the hots for her. like you're Thor. What the hell, man? You can have anything you want. Like, you don't have to prove your... Like, it just made it too unbelievable for me. You're a fucking god, and you're going to try to better yourself for this woman instead of just trying to better yourself for bettering just, yourself. Just better yourself, yeah. right. Um, but I understand at that time, I feel like movie studios were like, well, you got to have a love interest for the superhero. You have to. Yeah, there's a little bit of pushback on that. To now, now, now they don't feel like they push it. But beforehand, it was like, no, you need that. You that has to it. be in there. Right. Um, so that's changed for the better in the uh, comic book industry uh, as far as movies go. Um, I did like The Warriors 3. I thought Loki was a... walking into town. It was funny. It was so funny. Oh, yeah. Is, is that Xena? <laughs> Jackie Chan? And, yeah. Uh, I forgot what they... Robin Hood? Yes. And, so that was cool. Um I liked Odin. I thought uh, Anthony Hopkins did a great job with that role. For sure. Loki was a cool, different villain. Like, it didn't feel like the flip-flop of right. your villain. It felt like this villain's got his own agenda, his own identity. Legit, you, you felt sympathetic towards yeah, Loki, exactly. too. That he was probably the first sympathetic villain. Like, how would you feel if you figured out you were lied to your whole life? Oh, about yeah. your heritage and who you were, that you who thought you thought you were. Right. You know? It's like, you're pissed yeah, off. And yeah. that you're being groomed to not Odin's be the king. I'm no longer Odin's son. I'm now Laufey's son. What the fuck? You're, you're not being groomed to be actually a king. It was always th- for Thor. You yeah. know what I mean? One of those things. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to go at four. You got a two. Captain America, the first Avenger. I'm going to put it at a three. I'm going to put it at tier three. Uh, a lot of storyline of that one. You know, another one that's establishing the character. I get it. Captain America, another, you know, Thor and Captain America, all these ones are characters who I never thought I'd see on screen. Yeah. Ever. Um, but Cap was, was, it was, it was nice um, to see it. What You know, once the action got going, it was, it was powerful. You know, Bucky getting thrown off the train was, was powerful. Uh, I would have liked more Howling Commandos. A little more Howling Commandos yeah. and a lot more between, uh, that final battle was really disappointing. Yeah, and I that agree. was like the end of Cap and Red Skull, which is like his biggest. Yeah, nemesis. like in hindsight, knowing that we don't get to see them interact again on screen, that that's a big miss. Yeah, um, that yeah, I puts it into tier three for me. Yeah, middle of the row, but a, a good way to set up the Avengers. So, um, and then yeah, so we got the Avengers and Phase One. That's a tier one. Yeah, easy without tier question. one without question. Not don't have to say a whole lot. It was amazing to see these characters team up. You know, that was never been done before. Characters from different movies teaming up. Yeah. In that sense, I still get the chills watching the first circle up. You know, when, they, when they're all circling up in the middle of uh, oh, for sure. yeah. New York City. Phase two, Iron Man 3. Oof. I got to go. That's a tier four for me. I think it's tier four for me as well. It was kind of neat to see him deal with the post-traumatic stress. Post-traumatic stress. Yeah, him not as Iron normal. Man. This is a thing that a lot of the 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 third acts did for, um, for 
the original three. Thor, you took away his hammer. Captain America, you took away his like freedom in a sense. He's on the run. And Iron Man, you took away his suit. Right? He he was a little he had to be a little bit more detective-y and and, and you really got to see his intelligence. He couldn't just depend on his technology. Yeah. He had to depend on his brain um with all that stuff. Uh you know, the the, the Mandarin thing at the end was disappointing. The I, virus see, is cool. I but. didn't mind the Mandarin switch with Trevor Slattery. I th- I I'm like, why is Aldrich Killian the Mandarin? Like that fucking makes me more upset. Like, why has he got this dragon tattoo and he's the Mandarin? Like, no. The fuck is that? Right. Um, I actually liked the Trevor Slattery pull um for what it was. Uh I understand the characters are gonna be a little problematic as far as themes. So I thought that was kind of a clever way to bait and switch it, but then the like if it was just Aldrich Killian knowing about the the, the Ten Rings organization and using the man like Trevor Slattery is the Mandarin just to drum up his own cause, and yeah. then he's his own thing. But the fact that he's then trying to tell you that he's the Mandarin, I thought was ridiculous. Right, really yeah. killed it for me. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the ending was that was it was difficult. The Iron Patriot thing. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was kind of lame too. Weird. So I'm gonna go tier four. Um, yeah, I seen the movie on two different dates. Was it two or three? That summer when I moved back home from Rochester after my me and my ex split, I went to see the one of the fast mu- movies like three times that I fucking hated and uh, and Iron Man three I think I seen it twice Ooh. on different different dates so yeah uh, Thor the Dark World tier five garbage hated that movie I'm gonna go four I'm gonna keep it in the four you got to see a little bit of Babyface Loki. Um, didn't care for the Dark Elves much, but... Oh, they were uh, wasted. Like, Malekith was just, like, he didn't do anything. Right. Just a total waste. Like, yeah. and then that curse monster, cool to look at, but that didn't do anything. No. It was just... And then they didn't really do anything with the Warriors 3. They were just kind of like, ah, yeah, we'll ride on this little uh, sky sled. Remember sky sleds in Masters of the Universe? We got one. <laughs> on the Rainbow Bridge. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh that was a little there's definitely dis- definitely disappointing to see that one. That was the first one me and my wife seen together. We that oh, that was it became a habit. So throw the dark hot start. Yeah. I remember I paid five <laughs> I remember I paid six dollars for a bottle of water for her and I was fucking pissed. Um <laughs> so yeah, so low on that. Captain America Winter Soldier, that is tier one for me. Tier one. Without that, question. That's an amazing movie. Until probably Spider Man Far from oh, actually yeah, until Spider-Man Far From Home, that was the best solo movie, solo character movie, in my opinion. Uh, I disagree. You disagree. But, okay. Um, I will say the only thing that I don't like about it is the Fury fake-out death. That's when I started getting to the point, I'm like, you fuckers aren't going to kill off anyone. <laughs> yeah, it was a little, it was a little surprising. That's, that, that, I could see that. But I thought uh, that's the first movie where Black Widow shined. Like, Natasha really shined. Yes. Um, it was nice to see, like, her just have a genuine friendship with Steve. And then it's always going to get um, a pass for two reasons. The I love the when they're jogging around the, the, the fountain on your left. Oh, come on, man, on your <laughs> left. No, 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 no. Yep. Like, that was great. And then, obviously, we'll talk about the payoff for that later. Yes. Um, but the fact that it also has Bartog the Leaper 
a plus plus oh plus, yeah plus in my mind yeah i the the fighting was really really good like the for, the choreography oh, yeah. was was yeah. incredible some of the just the the, the fight mood you know just the even that that was it the throughway battle oh, or the yeah. bridge the bridge battle uh-huh. was really nice i mean obviously it was like vicious like, yeah that winter soldier felt just like a vicious foe and then you oh, wanted so to see you, you kept wanting to see you like you want to see steve get to him and you can yeah. kind of tell and eventually it obviously it, it kind of worked but yeah um so tier one for me guardians of the galaxy one that is a tier one for me as well tier one all day long yeah i did not expect that to be as funny as it was uh it's fun just a fun movie it was a nice I'll give change it a, of pace from the other movies that we've had at this point. I I, I will say uh, the, the dance off death for Ronan <laughs> isn't probably the greatest. I thought it was hilarious, but I'll give it dance a pass, off, bro. Yeah. Um, Come on! But the fact that like they keep paying it off because he always keeps bringing up Footloose. Yeah. Like okay, that that's how you thought you could kill. An intergalactic villain in your own movie. Okay, that makes sense to me now. And that uh, bringing back the old music, like I listened oh, to that. So I good. listened to the the awesome mix, like on my iPhone or is it iPod at the time? iPod Touch all summer long. Yeah, that year because it was just it, it was just so. Nice. I cannot listen to Redbone. Uh, come and give you love without just picturing Peter Quill just scooting oh, yeah. and scatting and oh, when they made fun of it in that game, and, oh, when they made fun of it on game, so he was good. singing terribly. It was yeah. so great. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so Guardians of the Galaxy Tier 1. Avengers Age of Ultron, I'm going to put at a Tier 2. I know okay. that was the least favorite of a lot of people for the Avengers movies. Tier 3 for me. Yeah, you go Tier 3? Yeah, just because I felt like it was a Joel Schumacher version of Marvel where it's just like, let's cram more in. More! I, Get more! I really love Quicksilver. So. And Joss Whedon is like, yeah, put Captain Marvel at the end. More! More <laughs> characters. Get Hank Pym in there. Get Wasp. More! <laughs> Give me more! Like, you, who weren't you going to fucking shove in there? Right. It just, you had, let's look. Which, I loved Ultron in that, but I felt like he took the, a back seat to his own movie. Like, you had Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch. Okay. Then you got Claw. Then you got Vision. And then you got uh, who else was in it? You got Crossbones. They did cr- yeah, they did. Cram you had a lot. Baron von Strucker. There was just too much in there. Cross- no, Crossbones wasn't in this one, was he? No, he was in three. He was in Civil War. Or that, no, at the beginning of uh, no, he was at the opening, wasn't he? In Age of Ultron? No, I don't think he was. No, he was at the beginning of Civil War. Yes, my yes. apologies, my mistake. But it just felt like there was so much that they were cramming in there. Um, and my cram hole was already full. It was there was a lot. Pushing. Don't get me wrong. It was a lot. Also, the stakes didn't seem as big. Like the New York City, like because you know that like the New York City battle felt bigger. than Yeah, this. what they could have done, they should have taken a Joss Whedon should have taken his a playbook from his future work and just show one family in Sokovia and uh, show their dynamic, and then have the Avengers just try to save that one family. Uh, just like in uh, his beautiful Justice League movie. <laughs> they could try to get away in a truck. <laughs> Quicksilver could come and try to push their car and their truck out of there. That would have been fun. Yeah, that's what they needed. Just one family. Just one family. It really did... give you the, the, the scope of what they're battling against. 
<laughs> I do got to say, I wanted more Quicksilver after this. I, I did want Quicksilver to find his way I back. Just, I actually kind of think it was smart for them to sideline him, just because, like, speedsters are so powerful. Like, you have to, Yeah, they, but it was, they, they, it was they, different they, for them, though. It was different from them. It was different for, you know, for Marvel at that time. These are the first, I mean, aside from... Aside from the Hulk, these are the first characters with actual, real, like superpowers. Yeah, but I feel like you, then, then you're not like who's gonna. You can't lose ever. Like if he was around in Infinity War, Thanos would have never had his hands on any of those goddamn jewels. He can't. He stop can't him. wield them. He gets slowed down with the time stone. Not if he gets the time stone first, and then what the fuck are you gonna do? He can't hold it. Well, he he take, can't hold it in his hands. He just takes the glove. He can't hold the stone. He takes the glove. No glove, no love. He's going to take that glove and do all the loving. <laughs> all the hugs and kisses, too. Um, yeah, so I'm going to do tier two. What tier did you say for this one? I'll go Yeah, tier two, borderline tier three. Okay. And then uh, last one for phase two, we got Ant-Man. Loved it. I love that the critics thought it was going to be dog shit, and it was good. Uh, Paul Rudd it makes it tier two. <laughs> yeah, I'm in, I'm in total agreement yeah. with that. He was funny. Like this is the fa- like I said, everything is pretty serious. There's there's humor in the other movies, but then you get Guardians and Ant Man, yeah. which like you laugh the entire time. I yeah. still like. There's a lot of comedy movies that I don't laugh the second or third time through. Ant Man, I'm still laughing. I'll tell you what it did for me. It gave me a moral compass. Some people, you know. They do good things for a higher deity, a higher being. Some people, uh, they do it to be rewarded in the afterlife. And some people just do good things just to be good people. I do good deeds just so I know Baskin-Robbins won't uh, remember my misdeeds. I'm trying to stay in the good graces of Baskin-Robbins for the rest of my life. Hey, man, Baskin-Robbins knows everything. (laughs) Never forget. (laughs) Never forget. Never forgets, yes. Um, uh, So funny. Very accurate scene too, as to real life. That was probably the most real, like, real moment in MCU history. Yeah, <laughs> the Baskin Robbins. I got a, I got a degree in was electrical engineering. I'll, I'll be okay. Hello, yeah. welcome to Baskin Robbins. Yeah, amazing. All right, Phase Three kicked off with Captain America: Civil War, and uh, I'm going to put that one at a, I'm going to put that one at a tier two. Tier one for me. You're going to go tier one. Tier one. Uh, it felt. It felt. It, I know there was a big group so, of heroes, so, but it felt smaller than Winter Soldier. Stakes. The weird. Small. The weird thing is the same thing that I was complaining about with Age of Ultron. Too much. That that I felt was done a disservice to other characters. But for some reason, in Civil War, all those introductions don't take away from Zemo to me. Like Zemo, you still clear cut, calculating, still the main villain. Uh, but you, you get the introduction of Black Panther. But his introduction, uh, it enhanced Baron Zemo's introduction. Uh, Spider-Man, just, that was another one of those. Yeah. Am I dreaming? Pinch me. I can't believe this is happening. Uh, the terminal fight scene was just, again, pinch me. Is this really happening? I'm seeing this on, on a movie. This is amazing. Right. Um, Loved it. Love Civil War. Tier one for me. I do, too. I think there's a little disappointment. It just felt, because we know what the Civil War was in the comics, and we knew that we weren't going to get that. But there's even still a part of me that wished, and again, they used everybody that they had at that time, that it was a little bit bigger. The Civil War part. It was a fight in an airport. I, don't th- I, think, I think if 
they would have gone more. You, you, you couldn't split the team too personally. Right. I felt like the movie was the perfect way that you know they're going to come back together. You can't make it too personal. You can't make it too violent because then these characters realistically probably wouldn't come back together and fight right. side by side it was so the, well. Right. So well. It was the perfect setup for Infinity War. I will say that. Breaking the team up. Yep. Splitting them up. I thought it was absolutely perfect the way that they did that. And you I know. liked where everybody's allegiances lied. It made sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, 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 tier one, loved it. For sure. Doctor Strange, next up. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go tier three on Doctor Strange. Uh, a very good tier three. Tier three, borderline tier two. I, I thought it was cool. The special effects were interesting. Benedict, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was, I thought, did a pretty damn good job of, of, you know, encompassing this character, had the, the perfect look. And the the douchebagginess, I guess, uh, so to speak, the snarkiness, which is carried over, uh, which hasn't changed, mind you. His his character really has not changed from the first Doctor Strange movie. In the seven years that he, or six, you know, six, oh yeah, six, five, six years that he's been around, Doctor Strange is his character has really not changed his personality, which I kind of I I appreciate. Glimpses of humility. he's come along. I mean, ever since he become became Doctor Strange, he's humility, yeah. but you know what I mean, like. Being a smart ass to Tony Stark in Infinity War, or treating treating Spider Man like shit in like this last movie a little yeah. bit, uh, a little uh, not completely like shit, but a little bit like shit. But you know what I mean. I'd say tier three. I thought um, Kalicious was a kind of a downer of a villain. Just didn't seem like he was that big of a threat. Another similar powered. Yeah, uh, and then even like his end game, he wants to like with Dormammu, the time loop thing to defeat Dormammu. Like Dormammu's. Like a tier one earth threatening villain, right? And like you just get him stuck in a time loop, and that's how you beat him. Okay, that that felt a little lame to me. I I didn't feel like you needed Dormammu yet. I feel like it, no, it's one of those that, setup I, things. I felt I, it could have been a setup. I, I don't know reference if they were him. Pay it off. Reference him. Yeah, you know, get it all ready to go, and then I think eventually you get Dormammu. But it, it felt like keep... he was too easily defeated. Right. I mean, it was just a few, but yeah, thwarted away and, yeah. and that sort of shit. But no, I get that. But I'm, I'm going to keep it tier three. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I'm going to put at a tier, uh, a tier two, tier one. I actually prefer Volume Two better than Volume. You one. have you have said that before. There, there's some emotional stuff that's like, oh, okay, um, and it had yeah. and it had high expectations to follow. Yeah, that was a thing. Great soundtrack. Splits the team up, brings them back together. You get that Yandu scene. It's 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 pretty cool. I was hoping that Star Lord was going to get to keep some of those powers though, like heading into Infinity War. Like yeah. that would have been kind of neat. But um, I still thought I was a I still thought I was a pretty fun movie. You got to see you know Drax take a little bit bigger of a step as a as a leader in a way. Uh, the relationship with Gamora gets tighter. It was yeah. I just like the team building aspect. Like you, you tore the team apart, but then. You build them and you put them back together, and they're stronger for it. Right. Um, the Yandu sacrifice I thought was a beautiful scene. Um, the scene in it when they're breaking out of prison to him, Groot, and Rocket. Oh, that's I a thought fun it was scene, yeah. so cool. Yeah. I, I, every time I hear that song, that's the that's where my brain goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I really enjoy two better than one, and I like one a lot. Right. Uh, but I thought it did a great job of like making it. Where you could focus more on the characters' relationships, 
uh, and bring it down a smaller threat, kind of, sort of. But yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it immensely. Plus, Kurt Russell's a badass motherfucker. He's pretty cool. Um, next up, Spider-Man Homecoming, the very first Spider-Man film connected with the MCU. I'm going to go with Tier 2. Tier 2 for me. I uh, I thought it was a good establishment for him. It was fun to see this just young kid just trying to find his way in the world of superheroes. It was a, really the first one we got where it was like we got the high school vibe. Yes. He actually felt like he was in high school. Like yeah. Toby... I did not feel like he was in high school. Andrew well, Garfield. He was maybe in high school bit. for what? The maybe the first twenty minutes of the movie. Maybe that. Yeah, and then he's in college. And Andrew Garfield. Living, yeah. I think the first movie was senior year of high school. Yeah, I think that's what they did. So, um, so this one, he, and and Toby or not Toby McGuire, uh, Tom Holland felt like he did a really good job. He's a young looking kid. He sounds young, and he, he I, I felt like this is the perfect Spider Man. Very I, good. I love the the scene to prom when. They realize Vulture and Peter realize who one another are yeah. just through their conversation and their dialogue. Right. Um, that I thought that was a really tense and well done scene. Oh yeah, yeah. When she goes, I think when the the date his daughter Vulture's daughter gets out and they're just talking in the car. Yeah. I was like, oh wow. Yeah. This adds a whole crazy. And then he goes and finds his suit and goes to stop him and and this and that. Very very well done. Um, Ned was a great, it, great uh, backup. Oh yeah, character as well. When he when he dumped the uh, when he broke the Lego Death Star, uh, and when, you know what? When they it, find him in the library. What are you looking at? <laughs> porn. <laughs> it, kid, it, that kid's hilarious. Uh, and it, you know what? It honestly wasn't too much, like too much Iron Man as I, as it seemed like to be advertised. Like I got to give him a lot of kudos. I thought this was going to be the the Iron Man show. Yeah, yeah. They used him the appropriate amount. Somebody put a poster. It was just, uh, or they, they photoshopped the poster. It was just Tony Stark's face and Iron Man all over the homecoming poster. Yeah, yeah. Place. <laughs> it was really, really good. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, tier one for me. Tier one by a long shot. Still watch this one. Still laugh. Still love the storyline. So many good c- characters. So much good witty banter dialogue. Yeah, stuff that doesn't need to make sense. You don't need to over-explain it. You just. We get the gist. Um, yeah, so just so refreshing. Yeah. Like, like I said, at the end of that movie, I was like, I need more of Thor. Uh, that was a great movie. Yeah. Great movie. So there's that one. Black Panther is up next. Um, tier three. You're going to go tier three? Tier three. I'm leaning towards tier two. I'm leaning towards tier two. I did not like it. The, Killmonger was a great villain, but it was another case of similar power yeah. people, yeah. different sides of a coin. That ba- oh, that s- a horrific CGI at the end fight scene. They did the one thing I cannot stand when you have two characters falling and they're fighting while they're falling. Oh. No. <laughs> like it, it just gave me terrible flashbacks of like 90s superhero movies. Right. Like, awful. And like Wakabi when he turned like his reasoning for turning was so lame, and then his wife is on the other side, and they're fighting. Like that's your fucking wife, right? That's, yeah. that's your husband. Why? Like, I, the whole, uh, th- for me, it, it was tough because like I felt like the Wakandans were swayed so easily, easily by their traditions. Right. We know this guy's bad, but well, he won the feats of strength. Like what? No, you're living a technologically superior culture 
but you're still dictating your ruler by a fight to the death finish in a waterfall? What? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's too many yings and yangs. I gotcha. Uh, so, yeah, that's I why under- it's tier I, three for me. And trust me, I understand why it's so important to a lot of people. Oh, so do I. I, I understand I why it's tier one. A, a lot of people, you know, and understandably so, think it's a tier one movie, and I will never, ever take that away from them. Um, but, for, yeah, for me, from what, sitting, you know, in it, not too many, like, you know, it just, just kind of just, you know, just, just a level where, playing field. Where did those rhinos come from? Where did the armored-plated rhinos and come where from? where the fuck were they in, in Infinity War? Yeah. I, I mean, on the plus side, I thought Killamonger was great. Okio was great. Yeah. Mbaku was great. Um, oh, yeah. UB grad. He's uh, a UB grad. Is he really? Yes. Uh, he was great. I so love him. He's a, he's a good he's a good dude. I keep hearing stuff that maybe he's going to be the new Black Panther. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do either. But, um, you know, definitely a very, very important movie. Uphill battle to climb for sure. Yeah. No kidding. Infinity War. Easy tier one. Tier one all day long. That all was day long. the That greatest. is the most action-packed, balls-to-the-wall, fun, never-stops movie. I prefer this one to Endgame. As as a, I love the pacing of it. If I want a fun movie, yes. Um, and to see all these characters interacting for the first time, true, right? True. That was huge for me to see, like Rocket, like the Guardians with Thor, and eventually, you know, like Rocket and, and Groot with Captain America yeah. and Wakanda, and. Yeah, you know what I mean, and, and and the Guardians with Iron Man and Spider Man, like in Doctor Strange. I feel, I feel like, uh, and well, obviously, there's another movie we got to talk about before we get to the the, the sequel, Endgame. Yeah. But I feel like Infinity and War and Endgame can flip flop depending on what kind of mood you're in. That's that's probably fair. That's you know? probably fair. I my one of my favorite Marvel scenes ever is Thor getting the Stormbreaker and coming down to Wakanda. Okay. Yeah, it's a cool scene. That scene makes me want to fight people. I legit <laughs> listen to the song. It, the song is called Forge on the uh, on the official soundtrack, and I listen to that. I just get the chills. Yeah. Thinking about, you know what I mean, how cool it was. The Avengers looking like they're getting defeated. The Stormbreaker act circles through, and he shows up, and he's, bring me that. And it was so cool to see opening night with a crowd cheering oh, when he jumps up in the air and just slams the axe down on the ground. And, oh, my God, it's, it's making me hard right now. It's, it's it's rock hard, diamond rock hard. hard. Um, really, really good. Ant Man and Wasp. I'm gonna go tier two for Ant Man and Wasp. I thought it was a nice comedic comedic break after what we've seen in Infinity War. Which I also have to add, I've never seen a movie theater exit as quietly as oh, I did yeah. at the end of Infinity War. Um, Ant Man and Wasp was a very very fun break. We actually went to the drive-in to go see it. I'd probably go tier three. You gonna go tier three? Yeah. Okay. I feel like the follow up. It had an uphill battle to climb. Um, uh, uh, uncombobulated villain. Like, who? who's the villain? Is it Sonny Birch? Is it Ghost? Is it Bill Foster? Right. Um, yeah. Uh, on a plus, I did really like the dynamic of, like, Hank and Hope's never-ending quest to try to find Janet. Um, that I really liked. Paul Rudd, again, just makes it. The, the father-daughter dynamic was heartwarming. Um even him, the 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 uh, uh, what was that agent's name? Yeah, I know who you mean, though. Oh, and the the, the, the house the, arrest. Yeah, yeah the he up kept close magic. Hey, yeah, can you show me how to do magic? Magic. <laughs> Which I Try thought to... that he was like practicing it during Wandavision. Right, that was a yeah. payoff of yeah. it. He was doing card yeah. stuff all the time. Yeah. I thought that was really really cool. So yeah, I'm gonna go tier two for Ant Man and Wasp. But that was a nice funny break, 
And uh, obviously, you know, it led to Ant-Man being probably one of the most important characters of Endgame. Captain Marvel up next. Uh, coming out right before uh, right before Endgame, about a month and a half prior. Uh, I'm going to go Tier 3. Four. You're going to go four? Okay. Um, I had a... Uh, I just... I, I, didn't, I feel like I didn't care for the Kree Skrull switcheroo, like the, the Skrulls not being the villains. Yeah, but that was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and then like the whole cat scratch fever. That's that's what got Nick Fury's eye. The old cat scratch fever. <laughs> um, that didn't really do it for me. Um, I just found her character not that likable. I felt hard to root for, her. and then it's like. The 90s references were great, but, like, uh, really, no doubt, just a girl. Like, what does that have to do with the theme of, like, the the actual plot of this movie? Right. Like, uh, just hammer it at home. Um, but I, I will give it credit for the best Stanley cameo in my eyes. What the hell was his? So he's on a bus. Oh, he's, he's reading tra- yes. the script to Mallrats. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. That was a good one. Um, that is true. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was a wasted origin story. I thought, yeah, I more so want to see her just kind of show up now, maybe do flashbacks. I, I felt like going back to the nineties was a little strange. Obviously, I it, still don't get like it's her character's up. powers and how she got what she. No, got I don't and... fully understand. And all of a sudden, she has this mastery of it where she can fly and and all this shit. It yeah. was it was pretty crazy. Um. That's why I'm going for. That's what you're going for. All right. I like some some of the times when I put a ranking in here, it's like the rewatchability for me. Like, I yeah, can't that's really right. I have not myself, I have not sat and rewatched it since. That's myself a good point. going. Boy, I could really sit down and watch that again. Right. That's that's fair. That's fair. You actually probably swayed me, but I gotta I gotta stick with what I said. Uh, end game. One tier one easy no brainer culmination of a lot of stuff. This. I, I felt like this should have been the end of Phase 3, even though Spider-Man Far From Home technically is. That's epilogue. Epilogue. Fallout from it. Um, it's a little, yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot in a good way. But like I said, I do prefer, uh, most instances I prefer Infinity War and Endgame. That, that end scene, the on your left, like I, oh, I yeah. goosebumps every single time I even think yeah. about it, talk about it. Like every time you watch it, get out of town, I my eyes start to well up. Just the the music score, the build up, the the payoff, like the acting, the unexpectedness too. When the first time you watched it, I literally just thought it was going to be the OG six and and War Machine and and yeah. and you know Nebula and Rocket just kind of doing their thing. I did not expect the portal scene. So when it happened, I was generally surprised. Yeah, and just like that, the 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 look, uh, the look on Steve Rogers' face. When he's just like, "Fuck! Look at all that shit." Yeah, and he's he's tightening Strapping the up. straps yep. on his destroyed shield, and he's like, "Well, I gotta do this." Yeah, and then all of a sudden, to get the, uh, he said, "What?" He's touches the earpiece, and it's on your left, and then you see the portal open up, and you see Black Panther and Okio and Shuri walk through, and he's then you see Falcon just fly through, and j- just the utter like. Joy on his face in that moment. That movie, that that scene makes me cry. Yeah, 
It was beautiful. I literally, I, I will. And then just yeah. the building and the crescendoing and more characters coming through and more coming through. And it's not just like the heroes, you know, you see the Ravagers come through with fucking Howard the Duck. And all you the, see uh, the, all the, what, Matt, the all the wizards come through. Asgardians. And, uh, yeah. You see just, yeah, all these people coming through and, and then they're the not duck. just, they're, Every all of those people are the Avengers. Everyone who's fighting for the world are Avengers. Yeah. Not just the heroes. Everyone. Right. It's just a beautiful scene. It was really, really tremendous. And it's something that DC would have done in Justice League One. They would have said yes. They, the fact that they didn't drop Avengers Assemble until that very moment made it all that much more powerful. They did. They he showed restraint it. for a beautiful payoff. I can still again. This is another thing where the crowd reaction is everything for me. Sitting there opening night. Yeah. Seeing that, seeing the heroes come back one at a time, <gasps> yeah. you know, the gasp, and then the clapping every time somebody showed up. And it's, it's just like, I'm getting the chills right now just talking yeah. about it. And he, he, the way he reaches for the hammer and it comes back. And when he starts saying Avengers, like, oh, like, it was just like everybody had that anticipation, like, oh, he's going to finally fucking say it. Yep. And then you busted a nut. Yes. 100%. Yeah. It was uh, oh, so good. So, so good. Uh, so, yeah, Tier 1 easy. And then the follow-up from that, Spider-Man Far From Home, the end of Phase 3. I'm going to go Tier 1 for that, too. That was Really? I really enjoyed it. It made Mysterio a cool, incredible villain in my eyes. I'm like Tier 2, borderline Tier 3. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't love it. Uh, I think a lot of that was just like the inf- the expectation, oh, multiverse, and then nope, not just a lie. Right. Oh, Hydro Man, Sandman, Molten Man, nope. Just weird elemental beings. Nope. I'm going to blame uh, Sony for that one. I'm going to blame Sony for that one. Uh, I did like Mysterio's plan, though. Like, his calculated plan of, like, uh, duping Peter into getting the, the attack, and then you realize, oh, it's just another uh, pissed-off Stark employee. Man, maybe he should have treated his employees better, that but piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, they actually use like, the Stark employees, yeah. remember, from the movies yep, yep. that were like completely flew under your radar. Yep. So when you go back and watch Iron Man, you're like, holy shit, yeah. they brought him back. They yeah. brought her back. And uh, I thought it was just really, really cool. And then, and then the not Nick Fury. So that wasn't Nick Fury? Like, so what's going on with Talos? Is he a dick? Is he just incompetent? He, like, I think he just doesn't know how to be Nick Fury. Oh, okay. Because so what's his name's like in the asshole. sky establishing yeah. sword? I th- or no, what is it? Yeah, sword. Is it sword? Yeah. Right. He's, that's what they Nick were Fury's yeah. Yeah, yeah, up in space establishing sword. Um, and I'm sure we're going to get the payoff. I think there was a Nick Fury show actually coming yeah, up. Yeah, uh, I think he's a Secret Invasion. Yeah, Secret, Secret Invasion. Invasion. Yeah. So there is that. But no, for me, it was, you know, it was cool because you get the fallout. You know, this is the beginning of Spider-Man. Hey, I don't have Iron Man to watch my back anymore. I have to do this on my own. I'm a... I'm a Big boy, but in the sense, this is. But then, like, like the, at the same aspect, he's just looking for a replacement in Mysterio. In a way, because he wanted to be a kid. This was the hardest I think I watched him balance his personal and superhero life. Yeah. You got to feel the angst. It's like, oh my God, he's trying to get with Zendaya or MJ. Yeah. And he's Nick Fury's pulling him for a mission. He's, he's hanging up, he's ignoring him. And I felt a lot of angst kind of watching that movie for, for Spider-Man. But, you know, to see him aggressive and heartbroken when he when he defeats Mysterio, he gets the sp- the, the spider sense is like official at this point. Yeah. You get to see the effects of it. Um, you know, I, I thought it was really, really good. I, I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to go. What did I say? I said. You said two. tier one. Yeah, I said tier oh, one. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, 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 like tier two, borderline tier three for me. Yeah. So. All right. Next up, phase four, Black Widow. 
That's phase four. Phase four or tier four? Tier four. Tier four. Phase four gets a tier. Four. I'm in agreement with you. It, it, we talked about the too t- little, we talked about this year. Too the, little, too late. Too little, too late. The timing of the release was no. It didn't really matter. And honestly, all it did was set up a, a, a small part of the Hawkeye show. It smelled funny too. Get it? <laughs> pheromones. Didn't it's fer- sit right. I my, see what you're saying. With my my scent gland. Yeah. Some cool action scenes. I'm still like, I know you said the Taskmaster thing didn't bother you, but it's still like. I felt like there could have been so much more with that. Um, you know, yeah, I agree. I, I, I felt like it would have been, you know, especially because I, I understand why they made this movie, right? The feminism, I guess it, the feminism moving in a little while, in yeah, a little but bit. Could you to, try to push to, superheroes. But could to, you try to like but if you, hide it, your agenda a little bit more? A little instead bit. Instead of just like toxic men and they smell like, and they control uh, us with the smell? Like how much better would have that made Black Widow if she, you know, faced like a, a, a comic accurate, Male, yeah. Like, why, why, male why, okay, taskmaster? Why don't they have like? Why don't they brainwash men and women? Like, if they're just looking for the best soldiers, why would you just go yeah, for that's women? The Black Widow program, I guess. The the they have the super. The, and the, well, yeah. Then they have the, the Red the, Guardian program, but, right? Yeah. Which he he single handedly saved that movie from a piece of shit <laughs> for me. And <laughs> I was, love Black Widow's character. She's one of my favorite. Yeah. Avengers. So I just really felt it was too little too late. This should have come out in a sequential timeline. It did give her a nice ending, though, because they completely fucking forgot about her in Endgame at the end. There was no funeral for, no, for her. Man. They gave Iron Man one. Yeah. They gave Captain America like this this ending for Natasha. was just her laying down at the bottom, and there was a wrap for her. <laughs> You're done. It's a wrap. Uh, Sh- Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That is our next one. I'm going to go a tier three for this one. I thought it was visually beautiful. I thought it was a fun ride. Um, an interesting story. Interesting story. It definitely had like that Ant-Man vibe where you were a little unsure about what you were going to get yourself into, but it wasn't like disappointing. I go tier two. Go tier two? I, I really enjoyed um, all the characters in it. I thought they were all likable and intriguing in some way, shape, or form. I like Katie and Shang- Shang-Chi's uh, dynamic. Uh, I thought Xiling was interesting. Uh, I like that she takes over the, the 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 Ten Rings with Razor Fist. I thought he was kind of a cool character. Um, the villain Wenwu, a well-developed um, villain that you can uh, identify with and understand why he's doing what he's doing. Um, loved the reintroduction of Trevor Slattery. The yeah. the restored image of the Mandarin was superbly done. It was a nice touch. It was a nice, you know, reference yeah. to um, Tony Stark and Iron Man. 3. I really, I really liked Shang Chi a lot more than I thought I was going to. Okay, so I'll go tier two. Go tier two. All right, Eternals. I have not seen yet, so I will sit on the fence for this All one. Right. I'm gonna. I actually, in retrospect, I think I fucking hated this movie. Yeah. I think I legitimately hated this movie. Yeah. I, I'm going to put it at a tier five. I did not give a fuck about the Eternals. Yeah. Sitting there watching, I still could not tell you who the characters were. Yeah. I don't know what the villain was. All I know was uh, Salma Hayek yeah. for the briefness that she's in there. And that's about it. Yeah. Some cool visuals, but uh, I, I did not. I, I'm waiting on a 
bated breath until it drops on Disney Plus, I believe, January 12th. Okay. So, so you'll have to let me know. I I do not like it. Yeah. And retrospectively. Well, it's the, the lowest rated of the entire MCU. And I, I saw something where the director was literally asking, like, does it really deserve to be there? Like, almost like a, did I fuck up that bad guy? Just tell me. What, what? It's pretty bad. Yeah. It's okay. pretty bad. Uh, and then Spider-Man No Way Home. Tier one. Tier one. Tier one all day. Excellent fan service. So that is, uh, oh, we didn't do Venom. We didn't do Venom. Venom, Venom too. Venom. So, I'm so gonna... Ven- we're, the reason why we're doing Venom is because it's lightly, because I'm yes, loosely connected to the MCU. it's tied in there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tied um, in now. I will go first Venom. Uh, it's got its problems, but I'll go tier two. I'll go tier two for the first Venom. Uh it was fun. If you take, I mean, it's tough to kind of look past the the lack of Spider Man origin story. But if you look, if you do look past it, yeah, it actually holds up pretty well. Yeah, on, on its own. Uh, I didn't. Uh, where it falls off for me is the the end fight scene again. Just carbon copy of the villain. Uh, villain being carbon copy of the hero in parentheses. Or, yeah, you know, quotes because Venom's not really a hero. But uh, what sells it for me is the how Tom Hardy just. I literally laugh out loud at some of the things that the Venom symbiote says, like, out of nowhere. <laughs> um, and I find that so... He's just an intriguing character to watch. And I feel like if he wasn't the one carrying the plot of these movies, he'd be, like, one of the most beloved Marvel characters. Like, if if you put him in, like, in a group setting, like, almost like a Hulk. Yeah. Where he's just in the background and he pops in from time to time, I really feel like he would be... A beloved member of the MCU. Oh yeah, for sure. Just with the the zaniness and just like he's just the brute and he's the last. And like, he's like the legit the last like stronghold like character outside of the MCU as far as superheroes go. Yeah, as far as Marvel characters go, you know, for for a while it was it was low. You know, uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, but he's like the the. I mean, it obviously had no fault to his own, but he's like the fact that those mo- they made a sequel to it speaks. To how successful that you know. I would love it if they have Tom Hardy come in to the MCU as just a variant Venom, and they keep him very close, but with the Spider-Man origin, the same kind of mentality, and I love I love the dialogue between the two. Right, like I think it's amazing. It's very fun. So yeah, I will go. I will go tier two for the first one. The second one, tier four. Super disappointed. Tier tier four. four. Um, the only thing that makes that movie watchable. Is the 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 stuff we were just referring to? Yeah, the interaction between the symbiont and Eddie. I think even the lamest fucking shit. I I'm like the, the whole tomato tomato. I was laughing that whole scene. I I'm was like, too. This is ridiculous. And then just the zane. Like I love when things are just done and they're not like they're not explained. Like I I I had tears coming down my eyes when he's like eat the chickens. I can't. Sonny and Cher are best friends. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> the chicken's name Sonny and Cher. Right. Like, I just thought that was hilarious. There's so many, like, just little things that the Venom symbiote says that I just crack up. Yeah. No, the, 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 some of the one line, or when he was typing dick, 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 yeah. dick, dick in yeah. the computer. Oh, oh, oh. Like, I, I just love, I love that. I think it's a, such a creative way to tell those stories. Um, what do you think of this, Eddie? I'm Pablo Picasso. Idiot. <laughs> 
It was it, th- that relationship is probably my favorite aspect. But oh, yeah, I, sure. I got to keep it at tier four. Carnage was Carnage looked great. The jailbreak scene was really cool. But other than that, uh, I was very disappointed. Shriek was dumb. Yeah. Um. They they shoehorned in his Wendy Williams character for like no reason. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The Venom, the Eddie Brock Venom dynamic is the only thing that even makes that movie any kind of enjoyable. Right. Yeah. It's it just like I don't know what their plans are for Venom, but to to one off that character to do a one sh- shot with with I don't Carnage, think, I don't think they're gonna do another movie. Sequel. No, I, I mean, what I, would you even do? I don't know at this point. Carnage was the biggest villain. Scream, yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> you know, and yeah. Scream's not anywhere near the. the you caliber. can't do another symbiote. No, you villain can't. again. You've done two already. You'd be terrible. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. But uh, but we got through it, everybody. I know this is a little bit of a longer episode. There's a lot of bit of a longer episode, but it well worth it. We wanted to tear off the MCU up to this point. We have never ever, to my not understanding, done this. We've talked about the MCU. Um, but yeah, we have never, uh, we never teared it off. So will was, was it a good time? Good time. Oh, yeah, that was fun. All right. Good, a lot good, of fun good. doing it. No, I did too. I did too. It was a great time. Listeners. We are back. We are going to be staying on schedule. Of course, that is the, uh, that is the plan going forward. Like I said, we just need a nice little holiday break and to come back strong with this. Thought it was worth your time. Uh, thanks so much. And we'll talk to you next week right here on the panel discussion. Now this is podcasting. Fuck you!